1: I love Dick. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Episode three.
3: 84. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one
4: who should apologize. Please clap.
3: Cause. Please clap. Cause
4: a roo. Wow. Cause a <laughs> It's showtime.
3: <laughs>
5: W A T P. W A T P. Hello, rubbernecking Cuzzaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These podcasts, the only show that is as humble as it is amazing. I'm your host, <laughs> Carl. With me today, a man who won't shut up about the Super Bowl. From Tell Steve Dave, it's Brian Johnson. What's up, Brian? Oh, how I love the Super Bowl car. Oh, you're always talking sports. (laughs) I love sports. (laughs) I know. I want to talk about the matchups and stuff, too, and the (laughs) O-line versus the D-line. But before we do that, let's break down some podcasts together, shall we? Okay. All right. right. And also, I want to tell all you out there in Radioland to visit whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, the link to the subreddit, link to our Discord server, the link to our merchandise, the link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes Every single month. And you can also watch the unedited show live or whenever you want to watch it. We leave those up for everybody. And you can see Brian's fantastic shiny beard <laughs> as you as you watch us laugh at jerks. Also. Uh, look at it glow. It does glow. It's impressive. <laughs> also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. I'm told Hannah will be on later today Ooh. to read some reviews. But first, we'll be reviewing Betwixt the Sheets. This is a suggestion from Wapio in our Discord. This is a special Valentine's Day show. Yeah, we're celebrating Valentine's Day over here on Who Are These Podcasts like we do every year. Yeah. Very important
6: holiday for I'm us. i sorry, I forgot your candy and flowers.
5: Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say anything, but now that you've embarrassed yourself. Yeesh. Brian and I both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. The show hosted by Kate Lister, and the episode that we listened to featured a guest, Sarah Chadwick, and Sarah's on the show to talk about not just the clitoris, Brian, but the history of the clitoris. So we're going to teach some people some things today.
3: Wow.
6: <laughs> that yeah, was an actual was so... clitoris. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Oh, you did an interview? <laughs>
7: This was some show because a lot of times, like when you do your when you do the shows, it's like they're terrible. Yeah, and this show was terrible and boring.
5: Oh, you thought so? so? Like,
7: oh, yeah. I was a I was so grateful that it was only forty eight minutes long because sometimes you know some of the shows run <laughs> a little bit longer.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it, it took th- me two hours were... to clip this, but you're right; it was a shorter than usual podcast that we're reviewing. It it it. I mean, I don't have that many
7: clips. And just as a uh, sort of as a maya culpa, when the shit when the show fucks up, it's my fault, not Carl's, because I think I may have mislabeled. Like I think I forgot to write down a clip. A clip, but at least it may be towards the end. So you I know what, you I'm, get a lot I'm of shit you for your tech problems.
5: <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Brian, because this is a good public service announcement. to Anyone who wants to co-host, who are these podcasts, and do some prep work, which I always appreciate. Um, This happened, I think Pat Dixon did this to me, or Gino, or somebody did this. But um, sending me over all of the clips as one file makes it very difficult for me to to run the show. So Brian did that to me. He goes, here's my 14 tracks, all as one track. So I go, that's fine. I'll break them up myself, and I'll number them. And there's 13. So we're off somewhere. There's somewhere we missed one. It could be number two. It could be number 12. We'll find out, I suppose. Once we get yeah, there. I for some for
7: some reason I feel like it's a little deeper into the show but I maybe so. we won't even get to it. Who knows? That you know, would be what? The beauty. I'll cut and all of just... this out of
6: post if, if yeah. we do fucks
7: up.
5: <laughs> no, it'll be the wiser. I
7: this shit.
5: All right, so it's the show starts off. We're going to talk about all the different words we use for clitoris.
0: Little bald man, myrtle berry, boy in the boat, tongue bag, funny flange. Oh, let's just call it what it is, shall we? It's a clitoris.
5: All right. Now, these people are British, so they have different slang than I'm used to. Uh, little bald man is the last word I would use to describe anything anywhere near the vagina. <laughs> That's really gross. <laughs> What are you gay? You're going down onto your girl's little bald man? Like, I guess. Yeah. I think I am gay. <laughs> not that you I must it. be. And then the other term in there, tongue bag, that sounds like wishful thinking.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah.
5: Shouldn't that be index finger bag? <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> and not mine. <laughs> Overly flicked bean. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: All right. So um I think you had this clip too, Bri, but um, they bring on Sarah, who's written a book about the clitoris and the history of the clitoris or clitoris or whatever you want to pronounce that. And um, they decide they're going to get all the jokes out of the way to start the show. Should we get all of the jokes out of the way right
0: now? We'll see if there's any that like you haven't heard before. Do men have a hard time finding your book? That's
5: what heard that. Yeah, of course.
8: Do you know what men have a hard time allowing my book on the bookshelves? Actually. <gasps>
5: So there's just the one joke then? Is
6: that what you meant? Yeah. By getting all the jokes. <laughs> I thought out there was the gonna be a joke after that, but <laughs> no, no, just the one. <laughs> that's it. That's all um, the jokes.
7: And I think that's uh that was my clip number. I think that might have been my clip number two because it's after the ads, you know, because who doesn't like a podcast that starts out with two minutes of ads in the beginning? Sure. Um
5: Hey, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you trying uh, to say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool.
7: <laughs> it's approximately 2 minutes in before they blame men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> they were waiting. It's like she starts she starts I think this my my number 1. My number 1 clip actually like will lead into this. Okay.
0: I am here with the fair dues warning, fair doos, lovely betwixters. This is an episode about the history of the clitoris. So we will be talking about smutty things, naughty things, extreme things, shocking things. Just generally adult content, not suitable for delicate ears. Now...
7: Nope. If there's one thing I know about the world today, mm-hmm. people can't wait to teach young kids about sexuality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know Whether I've noticed that. Transgenderism, <laughs> gay stuff, regular stuff, whatever. They love to teach kids about shit. So why if this whole podcast is is predicated on destigmatizing the clit yeah. and opening it up so like more people are are talking about it? Why are you shrinking your audience to be like, hey, it's smutty. It's not for kids. It's only for adults. It's Honestly, it's not for anybody. It sucks. Right. No, but... that's a good question because they're saying
5: it, that it's educational. The whole yeah. point of it is that it's educational. And they start off with that curveball right there. Get the kids out of the room. This is going to get wild. And I'm like, whoa, all right. I already got a semi. Let's go, ladies. <laughs> and then nothing. Nope. All right. So we played that uh, clip where they, you know, she wrote a book about the the clit and uh, let's, let's get all the jokes out of the way. Can men find your book? And she immediately wants to start blaming the man for not getting published easily.
8: That actually when we were looking for a publisher, we had the response of, oh, well, the topic is niche. It's kind of like, on what level is this topic? The topic is niche. The topic is niche. Or we have the other one, which is, oh, well, we've already done a menopause book this year.
5: You know, the reason why publishers turn down uh, book ideas because they don't think they'll sell well. It's not because they're sitting back there at their big meeting with all their men going, okay, we can't let this woman educate the world on the clitoris. We, this must be stopped. We have to put a stop to this right now. But that's I, the uh, I, yeah. the feeling that she
6: had apparently. Oh, you're saying it's yeah, a business?
5: I have the exact
7: same note. Yeah, the publisher <laughs> yeah. gives a perfectly valid reason to not publish the book and she's like,
5: yeah. this
7: is bullshit.
5: This yeah. Is well, right. It's because I'm a woman, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not helping, but no. <laughs> that's that's the one
7: thing we don't have to fall back on. Me, you, producer Chris, it's like you can't be treated what, you know, unfairly and then turn around and be like, well, it's only because I'm a man. Right. I mean, because everyone will be like, "Go no, fuck yourself. I'm
5: anyway. still trying that, though. I'm, I'm going to still, still work, work that angle. I know. It hasn't worked yet. but
6: Why does anyone feel There's bad so, for the 50-year-old uh, white man?
5: I don't know. It's, yeah, I know. Why? Because we're hogging all the money? <laughs> is outrage. that the problem? Yeah. Is that the problem everyone has with us? It sounds like they're greedy. We're hogging all the info,
7: we're hogging all the info about clits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, it's funny you say that, Brian, because it turns out this is actually all women's fault.
0: But it's kind of like when you look into the history of it, it's almost no wonder that men don't really know where it is because women, they know they can locate it on a map, obviously, but, like, when it comes to understanding what this organ is, what it does, fighting it free from the myths and nonsense that surrounds it, it's almost like we're all pretty
6: ignorant about this, actually.
5: Oh! Oh, that's interesting to hear. Okay.
6: <laughs> so I guess it's not our fault after all, now is it? But I digress. Let's go back to blaming that. <laughs> Excuse me.
7: <laughs> that, that was one of my notes. I said a feminist actually admits to the limits of her knowledge. That is a first.
5: <laughs> that's a first. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, let's get another slang term out of the way. Again, this is educational, people. That's what we're learning today. It's a love button. It's the devil's doorbell. <laughs> it's all these stupid <laughs> things. The devil's doorbell. That would imply that all women are evil. I like that one. <laughs> that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I didn't <laughs> hear that one before. This <laughs> does explain a lot. <laughs> uh, all right, what did you pick up on in here, Brian? I don't want to hog all the clips. Oh, uh, I was curious.
7: Uh, I had a question for you and uh, you and producer Chris. Uh, number five. Okay. You know, number five clip.
0: One of my favorite clitoris facts.
7: Okay. Okay. So she has a favorite clitoris fact. Yes. What are your favorite dick facts? I'm sure you guys have thought enough about this that you yeah. have a favorite dick fact. Like, they're they're obsessed, like consumed with their anatomy. And it's something that, like, as I was listening to the show... I'm like, I don't know if I've ever put this much thought into my anatomy as, as these guys do now. I don't think about dick dicks this... at all. Yeah. To be honest no, with never, you. Right? Like,
5: yeah, there's like one dick I care about. <laughs> I even neglect that
6: one. You know? Like <laughs> you know, like
7: hardly pay any attention, but I'm just like, I can't imagine somebody was like, What's your favorite dick fact? And I'd be
6: like,
7: yeah, Right. Dick Sargent versus Dick York. I don't know. <laughs> like, otherwise <laughs> otherwise I don't have one.
5: Yeah. Yeah, that that is odd the way they talk about their genitalia, and I guess that, you know how, like, guys can get blue balls? Mm -hmm.
8: Mm-hmm. But also you could have a blue clit. You know, there's all this fuss that, you know, teenage boys make about having blue balls. It's kind of like, oh, for goodness sake, get over it. I've got blue bulbs. You know, yeah, (laughs) exactly. You think you've got a problem. Go and look at the heterosexual orgasm gap and talk
0: to women about. (laughs) That is such a thing, isn't it? The orgasm
5: gap. Hold on a second. You you ladies can't have blue quit now. You know, the reason why high school guys have blue balls cuz you ladies aren't putting out that's really what the problem
6: is here. And now they're trying to claim this is the wrong. Well, even worse, you started putting out. You're right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We thought yeah, you were going, to, to. and then you put it away.
7: <laughs> try to find a teenage boy that's like, "Hey, I don't put out." And <laughs> yeah, either exactly. they're either ultra religious <laughs> or gay, one of
5: the two. Let's get to know each other better first. Yeah, that's something a fifteen yeah. year old will never say. <laughs> I'm not a whore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then they get into uh, what they call the orgasm gap, and here's some uh, some facts here.
8: Yes. Within heterosexual relationships there is a huge disparity between the percentage of men experiencing orgasm as part of their sexual encounter and women.
4: We win again, Phillips! <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah. nice. nice. nice.
5: We can't help it they were this awesome. I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't keep apologizing for us. We're just amazing. But it's just like, I mean, it, it, it's
7: easier for us to come. It's just yeah. easier. It's also like, how you know uh, that it's over. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> there's no fake in that. Yeah,
5: right. It's like, there's a finishing line, and whoever gets there, that's it. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, this is <was>
7: fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's like catch up or be left in the dust. One of the two. Now it's like like your personal anatomy, your personal biological
5: senses. Like now, it's all my responsibility. Right. You know what? I just realized it's like we're running the forty. We're trying to be the best time we can in the forty, and women are running a half marathon. Of course, we're going to win every time. Like you guys are the ones who set up these rules. This is really bad. This is not a good track meet. You're not gonna, you're not gonna come through very often unless you're racing Vinny Paulino because he's fat. He's gonna be on the show later. By the way, I'm night. not fat. I'm big boned. <laughs> Vinny!
6: I didn't know he was right there. I didn't realize he was there. All
5: right, Brian, we're having too much fun. Yeah, we are.
6: Let's get back. I, I, my, Let's get my back my to clip education.
7: My clip number seven, we talk a little bit more about slang terms, but it's what she says at the end that I'm like, are you fucking for real?
8: that's not empowering is it no it's not and they're not loving and affectionate I mean I think slang terms for the penis are like slam terms that we have for breasts you know they're incredibly Mm. affectionate they're like your kind of best friend next door they're very kind of cozy comforting warm we don't have quite the same violence within the language that we use
6: Things are different in the Violence? states, I think.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so too.
6: I mean, she's talking
7: about sausage mitten and cock pocket, yes. which seem endearing to me. <laughs> <laughs> making yes. me hungry. That doesn't, seem, that doesn't seem violent. I'm just yeah. like, where, like, like people just. I'm listening to this, and I'm like, there's a couple examples where they just say shit and they don't cite any references. That like nobody, the other woman doesn't question her. Like, well, what do you mean
5: violent? Like, yeah, right. You haven't named you haven't named anything violent yet. Well, I got a slang term for the clit. Uh, Who cares? (laughs) How about that one? That'd be a fun one
6: that might catch on. The Yeti. (laughs) (laughs) Prove it. (laughs) But anyway, all
5: all there is is out of focus pictures of it. (laughs) So this is uh, as you were just alluding to, Brian. They go through some of the fun slang terms for a vagina.
8: I Googled it. I just thought, okay, what is somebody going to get if they Google these slam words for vulva and vagina and clitoris and you get things like, you know, cock pocket, um, you know, a sausage mitten. I mean, uh... that's not empowering. Is it?
5: All right. So I have some, I kill up with some other fun ones. Maybe we can go with some more oh, on the fly here. Like what about like a dick mitt? Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite cock holster, my favorite of all time, uh, a boner sleeve. What about what about the man cave? Has that ever been used before?
6: I think we're in it right now.
5: The erectile mile? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> the lazy river.
6: <laughs> I like boner sleeve. <laughs>
5: yeah, boner sleeve's fun.
6: Are you a boner sleeve?
4: <laughs> hey, let's see that boner sleeve. Uh, my boner's freezing. I can't wait to later, <laughs>
5: <Yeah,
7: I can't laughs> like, later on with my wife. Yeah. I'm going to be like, move your clit out of the way and open up your boner sleeve for
5: me. <laughs> <laughs> There's goosebumps all over my boner right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, so uh I guess the uh the jokes about this are endless. The um the person who discovered the quit, his name is Columbo. You hear what I just said? His name. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Which is what happened when Columbo announced his discovery. You know, his boss, Vesalius. We've
0: got to talk about him. Yeah. I mean, the name is amazing. Like, the fact that the guy who thinks he discovered the clitoris is named Columbo. It may as well have been called Sherlock Holmes. I love that. Yeah,
8: and I love that mismatch between people sometimes confusing with Columbus, who discovered America.
5: <laughs> nope, that's never happened Do before. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Columbus, oh, you mean the guy who discovered the clit? No, no, no. Christopher Columbus is the guy who discovered the Americas. Very different guy. I like that Columbo discovered the Clint. Uh, Just one more thing. Yeah.
6: I don't do a Columbo impression. And I mean, how did he put it together? He thought it was a mosquito bite. and (laughs) Well, you got one,
5: too. Does this itch? Ooh. (laughs) So let's get into the endless jokes about this.
8: <laughs> the the jokes Sorry to let, Let's talk about it <laughs> The jokes that can be made at are endless, aren't there?
5: <laughs> nope yeah, I'm still waiting for it to start, ladies <laughs> <laughs> I think they talk about how many jokes there are But never give it a single example Alright, well It's <laughs> like Chad <none. laughs> yeah, I'll take their word my, for it
7: My number 11 uh, addresses the orgasm gap As long as we were talking about it Okay, good
5: Where do you think
0: we'll go in this? What do you think the future of the clitoris is?
8: I'm optimistic in that I think I think young men and young women today are much better versed in sexuality, in pleasure. I don't think they necessarily have the information, but I think they know that there's something wrong with it and something broken.
5: Okay, that was not the right
7: clip. <laughs>
5: I, I had a feeling. I'm like, ah, uh-uh, this is our first fuck-up. Uh, let's try 12. Let's see what 12 sounds like. All right.
0: I think that the generations that are coming through now are gonna save us hmm.
7: That was that was my uh, that was my thirteen. I think the generations now are gonna save us all. And on my note was like said no one ever. <laughs> right,
5: I know. No one looks at, at uh generation Z or whatever they are, Gen Z and goes, Oh, okay, cool, we're good.
6: Yeah. <laughs> we can relax now.
5: <laughs> You're how many genders? Cool. All right, you gotta figure it out. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine. From here on um, out The
7: uh, the uh, orgasm gap, uh, since the clip got fucked up, it was just a generalization about women knowing how to get each other off. Oh,
5: yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Lesbians um, never have that problem.
7: TikTok as their source. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I noticed that. Let me see if this is the clip real quick and then we can get back on it.
8: I found a paper that somebody wrote and he talked about that if women masturbated, they would experience, quote, marital aversion. Oh, yeah. it's true. I mean, it was...
7: That's <laughs> yeah, something else, too. Oh, Brian. There's another joke for him. Yeah, I know. I fucked up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was
7: so close. Was, I'm like, I only have fucking 14 clips. How can I, like, but like, I'm listening to it and then I clip it and then I fucking forgot to write
6: it down and then I just yeah. it just throws
5: everything. It happens. That's funny. the don't story of me it. fucking up.
6: Don't worry about it. <laughs> in your defense, it all sounds the same.
5: Also, in your defense, you fucking pulled clips for us. Hey. <laughs> Thank
6: you. I appreciate that. There's a lot of people
5: come on here who don't want to do that sort of thing anymore. Um, they, this is something they, I they walk this they
7: walk this fine line between like they're, they're quoting you know fucking copernicus and this one and that one yeah mm-hmm. and then and then they they go and they cite TikTok and like very loose like they'll just say shit with no reference no fact
5: checking you're supposed
7: to you're supposed to take them
5: seriously i guess yeah you well, know. there was one thing that um they were talking about that i was like huh
8: Teens are four times more likely to have had anal sex in the name of not having had sex. Wow. Because it's not sex, right? It's not sex. No, it's not sex. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It's not penis and vagina.
5: Oh, my God. All you did was you met a person as stupid as you. (laughs) So, wait, teens are more <laughs> likely to do anal. What's the problem here? I'm, I'm confused. And that's not sex?
6: Yeah, why are we complaining about this? Well, Who's complaining about this? <laughs> Apples and oranges.
5: And that actually came in after they said this, which I thought was bizarre.
8: But it's this idea that it has to be penetration for it to count as sex. Oh, mm. for goodness sake, why can't women have it multiple ways? You know. <laughs>
5: count as sex? What is this count? Uh, so I lost my virginity at seven, then. If penetration is not what counts as sex, that's fine. I'm fine with that.
7: Works yeah, for me. They, they really—they have a big problem with with terms. Yes, and and the way those terms are defined, you know, like they said four times more likely to have anal sex. I, I went to high school. <laughs> I don't know if it's maybe just today's <laughs> yeah, girls. But... <laughs>
5: right. You got to go to a Catholic school, I think, is how that works. Yeah, there was
7: there was nobody giving up anal in my <laughs> school. Was, yeah, right. Nobody
5: that I was aware of, it anyway. And then this is they're not going to debate whether and what they call this penetrative sex. I don't know if that's a british term or if i'm just spelling it wrong. <laughs> yeah.
8: This comes back down to this debate around penetrative sex being the definitive sex, the be all and end all. Yeah.
5: Well, it's better than a dry hand job. I mean, right? I, yeah, i'm not following this. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. They they're getting very What's concerned. the alternative? Well, they just want everyone rubbing their clits all day, i guess. Yeah. I know can't make babies do that
7: That's what I took from it was that like They're like we don't like to get like I even have My note here like maybe they just haven't found the right guy They don't like (laughs) to get fucked It doesn't seem like They maybe give up anal I'm not sure about that but yes they're just like Pay attention to my clit don't worry about anything else. Like you say, like lick it, <laughs> rub it, punch it, whatever it's going to take to get rid of this blue clit. Yeah.
5: <laughs> blue clit. Get rid of this blue clit. How many times my wife told me that? Like, oh, all right, I'm sorry. Happy Valentine's Day. Jeez. <laughs> I mean to give you a blue clit. Can we get a steak first? All right, no, no, all right, it's fine. Um, so this, I thought, was kind of a weird fear. Because there is quite a lot of clit
0: bashing and anti-clit and this kind of weird fear that it's going to turn into a penis and make its owner a lesbian and just be unleashed on the world and absolute
5: scenes yeah well i wasn't afraid of it but now i am i don't want to get pegged by a clit
6: that would be terrible <laughs> i thought clit bashing was a category <laughs> it's a lot of clit yeah,
5: bashing on i'm red. for it <laughs> <laughs> So then uh, later on they go on to say this.
8: A strong clitoris threatens men. Well yeah, if we're gonna show it in my ass.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that a strong you're clitoris like, how strong threatening. <laughs>
7: how strong is it?
5: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. It's like pop like spinach.
9: They, they have
7: these they have these notions that like Like, a a sexual woman threatens men. I know. Men are afraid of women who have self-actualized and realized their own sexuality. Men are afraid of fucking five-inch clits. You're right on one of those accounts.
5: (laughs) 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 Well, they have to go back into history to try to figure out... You know, and obviously history's fucked. <laughs> it's not didn't go well for women for a long time. I I understand that. But you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, so all men are threatened. It's like, well, well look it. I know we burned witches when we first got over here. You know, we were a little freaked out. There's a new world and <laughs> they, they were asking for it. <laughs> they weren't being so gunty. <laughs> I forgot my point was. Sorry. Let's figure out Let's figure out some more slang terms I've never heard of before.
0: I love the fact that the labia is called wings. I like that. It makes me feel like it's a superhero.
9: Yeah. <laughs> I
5: love that. You ever heard of labia called wings no, before? I've heard of piss flaps. Well, how- yeah. <laughs> or, or bat. I've heard bat wings. You've heard bat? I've heard that with guys. Yeah, yeah I've heard with that bat- with guys. Wings. Yeah. <laughs> if they're wings. And hey, honey, spread your wings. <laughs> <laughs> Angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to help you.
7: and what's so wrong with wings? they They seem to have like <clears throat> major problems with the fact that like there there haven't been enough slang terms for the clip. like right. nobody's come up with enough of them. They want more. yeah, I know that that's like <laughs> but they, not violent like sausage mitten. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cuddly, it's like a crazy.
5: <laughs> yeah right. No, I know that that seems like they're proof of oppression. Is if there aren't enough slang terms. Ask black people if there aren't enough slang terms for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're pretty oppressed. So I don't know if that's good proof right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a- another ridiculous thing they talk about. They seem to think that guys don't want there to be any clit or piss flaps whatever term you want to use are
8: you are familiar i think with jamie mccartney's work the great wall of vagina and and he acknowledges that it should be called the great wall of vulva and actually for the majority of women labia extend beneath the neat lines of the pudenda and actually clitorises come in all shapes and sizes and this obsession within some way kind of tidying it away and and what isn't tidying it up so we look
0: like barbie dolls with just nothing there whatsoever just completely smooth surface
8: what are you
5: talking about i've never met a guy who was like i wish i had a girl whose genitalia was like a barbie dolls that's not something the guys are into (laughs) it's not a good thing maybe over in britain that's (laughs) yeah Yeah, i was wondering about the once
7: i was wondering about the cultural differences between the uk and here and Mm -hmm. because i mean universally it's all our fault sure regardless of what corner of the earth you go to
5: well except for the middle east <laughs> there's no back talk over there yeah that's true <laughs> what you yeah. think about it over there
6: nice and quiet yeah. they do have it figured out you're right
5: <laughs> <laughs> women aren't so uppity over there are they? <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else do we want to test any more of your uh, clips here brian you got a bunch uh,
7: let's see i thought um, try my number nine okay
5: let's see what happens
0: But I do remember reading one, it was like a 16th century medical text that said that it found a clitoris as long as a goose's neck.
7: That sounds like a dick to me. Not
5: a As long as a goose's neck. <laughs> that made me laugh. Goose's Suck neck. this clit asshole. Like, All right. <laughs> 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 I'm deep throating this clit over here.
7: <laughs> but they also like they the I think their earliest reference if I'm correct cuz I listened to it twice. Their earliest reference to print this printed material that they're talking about is 1970. <laughs> or their latest reference. I apologize. Okay, yeah, I was their, say, was like 16th their earliest century, right? reference is 1,200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, things have changed. Like, they keep talking about the Victorian era. And it's like, we all know that in the Victorian era, like, we know what it was like. We know it was repressed in many different ways. But it's like, it's the same shit as people today who want to apply all the standards of today to yesterday. right. And yes. it's like, guess what? It's not fucking 1684 anymore, lady. Yeah. Like, good, don't hey, have good to news. Worry about... <laughs>
5: yeah. They no <laughs> longer use butt bloodletting as a way to cure your sickness. So good news. There's a lot of things we've improved upon.
7: <laughs> yeah. You're not a witch because you have a period. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's, it's okay. It's, it's, but they they really love they love to cite all these real old sources that like sort of support their argument.
5: Well. I wrote a note down. Learning the history of the clitoris is almost as useless as the clit itself. Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares what they used to talk about in the 12th century? Who gives a shit? What does that matter? Yeah. I guess they just want to be. They want to be oppressed more, I suppose.
7: Um, let me see. Uh, my number fourteen. Uh, I thought it was strange. You know, I don't have if a
8: 14
6: is, if it, either. You don't yeah. have a 14, so maybe. I could try a 13. And then... All right, give it right, let's, a let's, try. Give her,
5: let's give her a try here. Yeah. You'll college try. <laughs>
8: And I think the comedy world will help us. I mean, look at shows like yes. Netflix, and <laughs> increasingly like, we begin to see...
5: Hold on, look at shows like Netflix. We started, <laughs> that we, was my note. First of <laughs> all, like, Netflix shopping is Netflix. Not a show. <laughs>
9: yeah, let <laughs> me start
5: that one
6: over again. What?
8: And I think the comedy world will help us. I mean, look at shows like Netflix, and increasingly we begin to see representations of sex in the movies and on TV that isn't purely driven by kind of, you know, that hands-free missionary position.
7: Yeah, it's called porno.
8: Yeah, I, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah.
7: like I was going to say. On a personal level, I have never, except for when I was really young, and I'm like, oh my God, tits. Yeah. I think that love scenes slow down movies so much, and I would be okay if they were like no more love scenes in movies, yeah. missionary yeah. or otherwise. Why do these two want to see even more graphic representations in movies and TV?
5: Well, yeah. also, it, if, it just doesn't make sense. If you're referencing HBO and shit like that, all it is is, is dicks and balls now. I don't know why that's like the thing that they all want to show you nonstop.
6: <laughs> They're mad and that's with what power. These guys over don't there. like.
7: Right. But that's what these guys don't like is that they they talk about it earlier with um, uh, museums and shit. It's like you can find dick and balls everywhere, right. but a naked woman. Oh, it's so. Which I didn't think was true. I've been to museums. I've seen plenty of paintings and statues of naked women. I'm the one but painting them. Like, <laughs>
5: on the wall.
7: <laughs> I did see him in the bathroom. That's... <laughs> yeah, I tried booping them. But, and then like oh. clit with a question mark next to
5: it.
6: Missing <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah, why why aren't they zooming in on the clit on White Lotus? I can't figure it out. What's the problem with these assholes? How are we gonna learn about it?
6: But to Brian's point, I don't need backstory and porn either.
5: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Shit, what I miss? Where how do they meet? The reason why she's getting pleasure right now is, well, well, what up? (laughs) It's like a documentary. Yeah,
5: Here's one more clip that I have, Brian, that taught me something. Uh, You've heard of like a a frigid female, right? Sure. Yeah. This is the uh, definition of what a frigid gal is.
8: Frigid very definitely means does not orgasm with penetration.
5: Oh, I've dated a lot of frigid girls (laughs) then. <laughs> almost exclusively. <laughs> yeah, almost ex- <laughs> must be must be their problem.
3: Which is society's fault
5: because? Yep. <laughs>
4: it's
5: not on me. <laughs> That's the one thing about them blaming society yeah, the and I'm just men here. in general. I'm like, oh well, I'm, I come off the hook on this one because I'm just like, you know, one out of 3.5 billion men out there
6: <laughs> who are part of the problem. How do you uh, feel about men children? <laughs> Or, am i off the hook yeah you're off the hook chris <laughs> all right cool you're good
7: <laughs> they uh they also like very subtly re- repeatedly refer to the dominant culture which i think they're talking about men i think they're just trying to yeah dance around it so they don't look too they don't look too anti-man you know
5: well that's good i appreciate that i wouldn't mind if more of the feminists would uh put some yeah. coding in that they, confuses
7: me they, they weren't that hateful. I mean, no. they seemed a little—they seemed a little pissy, but they weren't like hateful towards guys. No, no, no. Just no, blame no. us for everything.
5: Honestly, I was surprised you thought it was as boring as you did because I—I thought it was mostly uh, well until they got into the history shit. I thought it was kind of fun. When they were just, like, talking about the slang words for clits, I'm like, all right, I can listen to that." Oh, yeah, that stuff's fun. Yeah, yeah was, but once I got into fun. the history of yeah. it and
7: the, the Sigmund Freud and oh, how yeah. it would have, uh, how the clit would probably be understood today if it wasn't for World War One and World War II because of the great thinkers. Like, what, if they stopped thinking? Just because of the war?
6: I don't understand the history of any body part. Like, would you listen to the history of the nose? I mean, how much has it evolved?
5: Huh, actually. (laughs) Interesting. It was invented in Israel. Um, I went too far. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the whole idea, there's a history behind it, and they're like, well, I'm going to be looking at Western text, not so much the Eastern text on the clit. I'm like, that's fine. We can, mm. we can narrow it down. I don't need an entire encyclopedia knowledge on the history of the clit. Let's just <laughs> zoom in on one lane here and figure it out. <laughs>
7: it's. I wonder in real life, like, how many people do they find that want to engage in a conversation about
5: clits? Like, I mean, you know, like, I'll talk about it for like, a while, but I see it's not going
6: anywhere. Then I'm moving on. Do you like, have you any like the Bills? And I'm, <laughs> May I see them?
5: <laughs> big fan, big fan.
7: Like you like the Bills, you go to a bar and you can talk to almost anybody about football and the Bills. Yep. You go to a bar and you start trying to talk to women about clits. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's your opener. What do you think of those clits this weekend? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sounds like a fun girls' night out to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies, how are your clits? Uh, <laughs> Everybody's clit in dish, order, dish. Let's go. <laughs> All right, I'm fresh out of clips from this show. Anything else you want to play? Any other? Um, Fun facts that you have for us,
7: I only had... Um, the clit wizard. Yeah, uh, clip number eight. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure what it is, but I think... Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what it is either. <laughs> no she doesn't, is. she <laughs> doesn't cite a reference. <laughs> Could be anything.
0: <laughs> it only gets really big in cases of extreme lustfulness because there is quite a lot of clit bashing and anti-clit and this kind of weird mm. fear that it's going to turn into a penis and make okay. its owner a lesbian and just be unleashed on the world and absolute scenes.
7: Okay, so you played that clip, but my note was, what, who's afraid of this? She cites no references. Yeah, I know, yeah. like,
6: anti-Clinton movement. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm afraid of the gooseneck clip, but other than that, she I'm good.
7: Sure. If
5: you saw a gooseneck clip, yeah, you would have every,
7: they, even <laughs> they would couldn't run. fault you for being shocked and, and,
6: and afraid.
5: <laughs> Listen, I know there's female genital mutilation in the world and throughout history and stuff like that. I said
6: I was sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that clit bashing.
5: (laughs) But I just (laughs) want to point out That of all the women I've ever been with, it was only my penis that got snipped when I was born. All right. (laughs) I'm the only one who's actually has the problem here. I'm the one with uh, an axe to grind. Uh,
7: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I I thought of that, too. They never mentioned circumcision. as being like probably one of the I mean, there's a lot more male circumcisions than female.
9: Mm -hmm.
7: I noticed that.
5: Every and day, female,
7: everybody freaks out.
5: <laughs> yeah, right. It's a whole crime when you do it to a girl, yeah. but do it to a guy. There's a party involved. How the yeah. fuck does that work? <laughs> oh, very odd to me. Oh boy! All right. Do we learn enough about quits now, Brian? <laughs> yeah, I, I I learned nothing. That was a big even listening to that whole
7: podcast. I didn't learn a thing. I maybe know. some maybe some cool slang terms.
5: Well, yeah, and I made up some fun stuff. So. Outside yeah. of that, not a lot of education, unfortunately. So that brings us to our... Cringe of the week.
0: Cringe of the week.
5: And the cringe of the week comes in from Matthew Merriam, who was watching Hack the Movies. Our buddy Tony from Hack the Movies. Um, I guess he thought he was going to go back and post and fix this, but uh, he did not. Casey's going to hold a Space Cat while we read Super Chats. She might re- yell at you. That's
0: okay. Take a
2: squat. Stay. Stay with us. Oh god damn it. Stop. Because I accidentally closed out of
5: the stream, I lost the super chats from the beginning, but I still yeah. have them here.
9: Stay. Stay with us.
6: Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Good stuff, Tony. No! <laughs> oh no! I'll make sure to cut this out of the podcast. There's a way. There's a way I can oops. stand by. Stand
9: by. <laughs> make it there's itself. a there's Any a super now. chat setting. Save us. Save us.
7: Yeah. I love my wife, and we, I have Sorry cats. But if every... she was repeatedly telling my cats to stay with us, I'd be like shut the fuck <laughs>
9: yeah, up. We're out of the show. <laughs> Let
7: the goddamn cat out of here. <laughs> One.
0: Standby.
5: Supers. Here we go.
0: Standby.
10: Wow. Oh
5: my god. Uh, make these bigger?
10: What? <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> well, it because we closed out, I lost all the old ones. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Sage D, we already read that one? Uh, oh boy. <laughs> Alright, well that was uh, oh over a minute of uh, nonsense <laughs> there from our buddy Tony. Whoopsie. Brian, I happen to know for a fact that you are a big Patty C Cups fan. Mm Mm-hmm. And I have a treat for you today. Don't tell me
10: if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me.
5: Because that's absurd. And once again, we're combining segments.
11: It's time to mock Zumok. The
5: latest episode of Great Job Awesome just dropped this week. And what Patty Seacups decided to do was to review Chad Zumok when he did the roast of Kevin Brennan. Now, we've covered this, obviously, here on Who Are These Podcasts. But I love... Patrick Michael, let's get his take on this roast. Brian, are you familiar with this?
7: Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I watched it when you guys did it.
5: Okay. So, obviously, there, there's a roast going on in New York. A bunch of New York comics are there. Chad Zumok gets up and bombs miserably, like really bad. <laughs> 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 so,
10: um, Patty Seacuff starts off by calling out everyone who's at this roast. It was hosted by Aaron Berg. Okay, Mike Buschetti's there. One of the fucking girls from Two Guys We Fucked or whatever, the guys we hump. Uh, Karen Feehan, Barry Ribs, just a bunch of shitheads. Gino Bisconti, just not good (laughs) comics. And truth be told, when it came to the roast, Gino Bisconti actually did better by leaps and bounds in comparison to Chad.
5: All right, that's Patty saying that, not me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's the insult. You weren't even as funny as Gino Bisconti. What's
6: wrong with you? Just a bunch of shitheads. <laughs> what a bunch just of shitheads. Just a bunch heads. of shitheads. is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> so this is... He's going
5: to start getting into... He's actually playing his roast. Now, I'm sorry there's not a video component to this. There's no video. It's just um, Chad's ugly face. So I'm not going to play that part. i just going to play the audio for you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. But um, this, is, this is pretty funny because... When Chad first gets up, he doesn't say anything, and he starts getting some laughs.
10: And so Patty's going to explain why that is. The most laughs he got was when he looked at Kevin. Why was that funny? Because you got to see that Chad's mouth goes directly to his chest. There is no chin. There's no (laughs) slope whatsoever. It is a single piece of a human being. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Somebody
5: made this comment. I forgot where I read it. But, like, the 10,000 hours thing that Malcolm Gladwell stayed in. Might be true with Patty Seacups. Like, he's figuring it out. I was, for different reasons than usual, very entertained by this episode from Patty Seacups. And for Chad Zumak, this has got to be the lowest. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not good when, when Patty's dunking on you.
7: I've seen uh, quite a few people bite off the uh, WATP format. Sure. Right? And to different degrees, uh, it annoys me. Yep. Patty C cups going after Chad Zumak is gets a full pass. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say
5: full permission. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One of those guys like, who uh, tried to rip us off, Kevin Dumfuck. We'll be talking about him later. He had an interesting uh, thing happen at DabbleCon mm. <laughs> that we'll be talking about. Oh, good. Yeah. Coming up later. Yeah, coming up in a little bit. We got some guests on here to talk about what happened at DabbleCon, but before that, let's get back into Patty. Listening to and watching Chad's Roast. Be sure to check out all his tour dates at
10: rogerpaul.com. I'm playing to the back of the room right now. So two jokes in and he's playing to the back of the room. (laughs) Chad, you're not playing to anybody in the room. What are you talking about? Nobody wanted you to be here but Kevin and he's using you as a fucking joke. Yes. A Martin scorn of me. That is it.
6: <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs>
10: Holy shit. Oh, it's fucking hilarious.
5: So he picks up on the fact that Chad is very nervous to be at this roast. And actually, his analysis of this is better than mine. I'll be honest
10: with you. This is impressive right here. Where well, you can definitely hear that this dude is nervous as all hell. Because the last thing that this guy wants to do is do comedy in front of actual comedians. He can continue to pretend that he's selling out these little clubs that he's doing and he's doing well at them, and that also might be true, but we know for a fact that Chad is the most uncomfortable when it comes to being criticized by other comedians because he knows he's faking it. Wow! Petty. Wow! (laughs) Did you quit smoking dirt weed? Because you
5: are on (laughs) fucking point, dude. (laughs) That's impressive, isn't it? Yes. He's right. Chad was nervous to get up there in front of his peers, or what he thinks are his peers, right. because he's being found out as a phony. Mm-hmm. He's not really a stand up at all, and everyone knows it. Chad's still pretending that he is, but everyone can see right through it, which is a, an interesting observation by a guy who lives in Indiana and gets all of his information from uh, YouTube videos. It's impressive.
7: <laughs> it seems like, yeah, like he's, it's almost, I don't know if I should even say this out loud. It seems like he's taking podcasting more seriously.
5: I know. (laughs) He's fucking figured it out. And here's another brilliant observation. You know it's a shitty roast when Chip Chipperson's your star power. (laughs) Alec Baldwin
12: had Robert De Niro. We have Barry Ribs. It's a complete shit
10: show. They should call it Firefest Part 2. This day. See, this is the thing that Chad doesn't even realize, is he's a part of this thing. He's one of these names that got put on here, and they're all shitty. Does Chad think that if they did have bigger names that somehow he would still be involved? Oh, my God. No, Chad. <laughs> Not for a second. If they got fucking Kevin Hart, you know, Big Jay Oakerson, uh, Mark Norman, guys like that for this roast, Chad, you wouldn't be there.
5: <laughs> yes.
10: Another unbelievable
5: observation that I didn't come up with at the time. No. But, yeah, you can't call out when you're, like, the last guy in. On oh, yeah. this dais.
6: You were the last guy to get on there, uh, and you're calling out the dais? He thinks it's deflection, but it's just putting a <laughs> microscope on him. Yes.
5: I remember uh, a buddy of mine who I play in bands with, was, he messaged me something He's just like, everyone we play in bands with is crazy. And I wrote him back, I go... You're not uh, in traffic, you are traffic. Like, you have to remember that, like, we're all a part of this together. So the fact that the Chad's out there going, Holy shit, look at all these losers up here. It's yeah. like, you're one of them, buddy. Folks, doesn't this show suck?
10: <laughs> Talk about low hanging fruit.
5: By the way, oh, that, that, that's a new drop that I pulled from this episode. Fucking phenomenal. So then. And I'm going to give him a pass on this because he did such a good job on this episode. Paddy decides to go after me a little bit. He decides to start <laughs> calling me out just a little bit. And I, I picked up on it. It's subtle. It's nuanced, <laughs> but I, I like it. So um, this is where I guess Chad is interacting with Anthony Cumia. And he doesn't make fun of Anthony. He decides to go after Opie instead. Okay. And Opie had his friend taken away by the Lord. Oh!
10: Okay, I guess you have to be, like, 55 to get that joke. Right? I don't. What's what's an Opie? You know? Who's his friend? Like I said, Chad's references are only good for somebody who's in their late 40s, early 50s. And what's an Anthony Cumia? All know? right. All right. I get yes. it. All right. Now that Penny and our friends, we can bust each other's balls. I'm cool with that. That's
4: all right.
6: <laughs> what's an Opie?
5: What's an Opie? Well played. Well played, sir. All right. So um, this is another brilliant observation. When Chad's complaining, because he's looking through his, his sheets of jokes that he wrote, uh, yeah, and he's complaining that, oh, Aaron Berger, he did all his jokes. That's
10: why he's bombing so bad. <laughs> Aaron did like three of my jokes. God damn it. Yeah, here's the thing, too, right there. He says, Aaron did... Three of my jokes because me and Aaron Berg write jokes on the same wavelength, for sure. You know, just like me and Kevin Hart. Right? (laughs) We just, it's so hard not to think the same.
5: That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Dude, right there. He's like, you're not writing jokes as good as Aaron Berg. No one's falling for that.
10: He's so condescending to him.
5: Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's just
7: weird that he latched onto to It's know? not,
5: though. This is how bad Chad is at comedy. It's been exposed <laughs> now. Like, even guys like Patty Seekups are going, wow, this guy has no talent whatsoever. It's great.
10: Damn it. There goes those three jokes. But how funny is it when you listen to Chad today and how much he fucking talks shit about Anthony Cumia? But as soon as he has an opportunity right here to essentially make fun of the guy, he bends the knee. Mm-hmm. Which is what Chad would do in front of anybody that he has shit on. He sees him in person, he'll do anything to fucking somehow join your network or become a part of what you're doing because it's clearly more successful than anything he's ever attempted.
6: Wow! Oh my god. I am speechless. Hold on a second. It's like it's a different guy. It is. Yeah, it
5: is like it's a different guy. A a guy who decided to go ahead and listen to (laughs) WATP. I have a feeling he went, you know, let me listen to this show. It makes fun
10: of me all the time. He went, oh, that's how you do it. Okay. I can do
5: that. And he's killing it.
10: Again, Chad making jokes to nobody.
12: Gino Visconti's here. I think we know that. Gino's. I'm not telling this one because Soder's not even here. It's not... Soder
10: and... Okay, I'm going to tell you. Gino and Soder's dad. Getting nervous, Chad. (laughs) You're already way nervous. Pretty clear. But then stumbling over whether or not telling jokes about people that aren't there makes any sense. Why is that an issue? Hey... I got all these jokes about fucking Steve Irwin, but for some reason couldn't make it. Guess I'll still tell the jokes. For who? <laughs> so, again, he
5: brilliantly picks up on the fact that Chad Zumach made three jokes about people who were actually there on the dais. Mm-hmm. And all those other jokes about people who weren't there. Yeah. And Patty's going, well, you don't use that joke. They're not here. He's like, oh, I wish Dan Soder was here. He's not. Don't use a different joke. He doesn't even have jokes for most of the people who are in the room. And I love the fact that he... Picks up on how nervous Chad is. Chad's a nervous guy. We've all seen him shaking on screen. and The the breathing. Yeah, the very heavy breathing. I mean, he's out of shape, but that's not the whole story (laughs) on that one, obviously. So this is another brilliant observation. Chad fancies himself a professional stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. He has said many times, look I'm not a podcaster. I'm not a YouTuber. I'm a stand-up.
10: I'm a comic. That's what I'm good at. And remember, guys, this is the first time that I really ever saw Chad do what should be the easiest form of comedy. Writing roast jokes. You have time to write it, number one. You know what you're roasting. All you have to do is figure out angles to talk shit about it. And here's this guy who considers himself a professional comedian, and he can't do it to any degree. Yes, he's
5: correct about that. (laughs) Writing roast jokes is the easiest form of jokes. You just point at someone and go, hey, look at this asshole. I mean, it's, you know, maybe, maybe you had a punchline, maybe not. I don't know.
6: It's not that difficult. Check out the big brain on Brad.
7: And I don't think you're supposed to, like as a professional comedian, I don't think you're supposed to tell everybody that somebody else did your jokes and, damn it, that's why it's going to stink. It's right. like you're supposed to be like, okay, they used that. Let me write another one. Right. That one. Yeah. Let me write another one. Like on the fly, you're supposed to be able to do it.
5: Correct. And I remember watching this video, Chad came up with pages and pages of jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. So we should be he filled like seven minutes. He should have been able to fill forty minutes and it's like, all right, we'll cross those out and I got thirty five. You know, or whatever. But you're exactly right about that, Brian. A pro would never get up there and go, Ah, gosh, guys, this would have been funnier, but Dan Soder didn't show up and
6: Aaron did some of my jokes. these other pages yeah. are blank <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a table of contents.
5: <laughs> uh, well, I know it's not his will because there are actually a number of pages there. So this is now <laughs> Patty Seacups, cups, um, which again, brilliant observation. He realizes Chad's not going to get a lot of chances at this. Like Chad doesn't even live in New York anymore, but at this time he did. And he was invited to be on the Kevin Brennan roast with all of these working comics, like Dude, here's your chance to shine, buddy. Be a part of this crew. And bolton attend
12: Dan's high school graduation. That would have been great if Dan was here. Artie Lane used to open for Gino. No, I mean Artie Lane used to have Gino open for Artie. Because he wanted to look like the sober
10: one. Jesus Christ, Chad. You would think you've made it this far. Right, You're halfway there, over halfway there, and now you're just, you're losing grasp of the rope. It's sliding away from your fucking greasy, hair-gelled fingers, alright? You gotta grab on as tight as you can, buddy, or you're slipping into the abyss, and you'll never come back from it. And I think that's what happened. He never came back from it. It's pretty clear people were not fans of this guy before. Comedians were not (laughs) fans of this guy before. And then he goes and he gets an opportunity to do this. And then uh, this is what, what are we, what are are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) I think. He
5: stymied. (laughs) I think what Patty's trying to say is. You
6: blew it! (laughs) Chad, come on, man. That was
5: your fucking chance.
6: You idiot. Oh. I would never want to be dressed down by Patty now. Oh, God, could you imagine? I didn't think I gave a shit until I today. I was never nervous That's about, about it. <laughs> I would be in tears.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's bad.
6: Now hit the showers. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Your podcast stinks. Imagine Patty telling you that. Oh, I quit.
5: I'll try harder.
7: <laughs> I feel like you, with Chad, you can't even ascribe his comedy or whatever to perseverance. I think he's just like, I don't know what else to do. Like... Yes. He thinks he's funny. Right. But on some level, he has to know. Like oh he has God. to know. Like when seven people are showing up, half of them are there to record shit for WATP. Well, Chad's
5: <laughs> biggest brag is who he opens for. And yeah. I think I, it was Bob Levy or someone I was watching recently. And I was thinking about Bob last weekend. And it was pretty funny because he was getting texts from Chad telling him yeah. to die and shit. It was insane. That was amazing. <laughs> but um, yeah, they had a weird falling out because he was at DabbleCon. con. The isn't even about you, Chad. He got so upset about it. Yeah. I don't know if he wanted it to be about him or I don't know what the problem was, but he was just so upset. Well, We'll talk more about him trying to sabotage DabbleCon in a second. But I think it was um, Bob Levy who goes, Dude, you're bragging about who you opened for? That's so pathetic. Who brags about who they opened for? I mean, unless you're sundering <laughs> John's band, <laughs> then, then that's his brag. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
6: And his second biggest brag is what he used to do.
5: You're right. Yeah, I used to be on the radio. Yeah. Uh, afternoon slot, Cleveland, third mic. that was t- 13 years ago, Chad.
7: <laughs> he has to delude himself. Otherwise, He's admitting I'm in the same company
5: as Stuttering John, and nobody wants to be in There's that so many parallels. And nobody yeah. brings up, who's the next Stuttering John? More than Chad subach If yeah. I was advising him, I'd be like, stop even bringing him up. Yeah. <laughs> this is why people are caring. <laughs> you, That's you, you not idiots.
6: deflecting. <laughs> You're <laughs> reflecting.
5: Yes, correct. All right, so now... Chad continues to get lost, and he's like, he's like, oh, I'm getting all lost. He's looking through all his papers;
6: they're not in the right <laughs> he's order. Mopping his brow with them.
12: Yeah. <laughs> be, sure, be sure to check out his 25 sets while you're at it. I'm lost. <laughs> I, I couldn't afford to have people pay for my jokes, so I had to write it myself.
5: It shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even a patty clip. I just remembered how funny that was. Like, <laughs> Aaron Berg yells out. It shows. Oh, that was him. Right. Yeah, which is great because Aaron Berg is crushing him throughout this set. Uh, so then, right after that, uh, Chad gets lost again. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to where before you started comedy. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest line of the entire set, Aaron Berg. Go back to where before you started comedy. <laughs>
10: Brilliant. Kevin. Kevin literally stood up, and is now he put on his glasses and is now standing next to Chad, helping him sort through his papers like a like a nerd that just got his books pushed out of his arms in the middle of fucking class.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a nerd. I was cool. (laughs) It's amazing. I was the one pushing those books. (laughs) Yeah, right. Looking to help him organize. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, get over here. They're not
5: numbered. So then Chad finally almost gets a joke out, but can't. (laughs) And Patrick pounces. Kevin used to be a writer
12: on (laughs) SNL, but he never used SNL as a launching pad. Let's just hope he's using the George Washington Bridge as his new launching pad. Can't even say the words,
10: dude. Can't even say the words. That is bizarre. It's like, it's written in front of you, slow down, take a breath, and read it. It's not going to be good when it comes out anyways, so just read it, dude. Don't try to put any kind of special inflection on it, because you don't have one. Just read the fucking joke. I no, Washington, mean, watch him, him Pat. Martin scoring off me. Oh, that is
11: it. <laughs>
10: we both had the same <laughs> thoughts. That drop right oh, there. That was scary.
5: Holy shit. Oh my God. Oh, I mean, the only thing I could think of for Chad is and the show has reached a new low. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing Patrick Michael clips not to goof on that, but to agree with every single thing he's saying <laughs> in this show.
6: Yes. This is the first. Also, when you botch on stage, don't go fuck. right. Like we play in bands, we make mistakes yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, you gotta pretend like you did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. you do it another time, right. Exactly. It's called jazz.
7: <laughs> I've been in the the public eye for a bit now. and I have been in many situations where people are laughing at me. But it's always—I feel like it's always because of something that I've done, and like we're all a part of it. Yeah. I don't think I could stand up there as Chad Zumak, fuck up a joke, say fuck, and everyone's dying laughing at my incompetence.
5: Yeah. I would get off the stage. Like, just
7: a different fucking beast.
5: I would get off the stage, be like ah, today today's not my day. I, honestly, yeah. I, I'm just speculating. I'm not accusing anyone. I, I would think that maybe Chad was overserved this night. He, he seems to be a little bit out. or under. <laughs> maybe Maybe he was underserved. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. I have, and it's funny too, Brian, that you say that because there's a few times when Chad goes, all right, I'm going to make this better. I'm, I'm going to make a comeback here, guys. Stay with me. And it's like, it's not, it's not going to happen. It
6: winds up. <laughs> yeah, here we go.
5: Kevin, Brennan, I bet you jumped off a of fudge. charge. Damn it. <laughs> so this is, this is my last clip. This is fucking
10: great. Another brilliant observation on Patty's part. Another thing that I did notice as I watched this is Chad is cursing a lot, right? I bet he considers himself to be an edgy comedian, you know, because he says fuck and cunt. <laughs> I bet he thinks this. That's the mindset. But to continue to stumble is gut-wrenching, man. It's, it's hard to watch.
5: <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is a bad set. For one, Chad Zubach is a rough one.
10: I got
6: Chad's opener here.
5: I said, are you ready to laugh? <laughs> Quiet,
8: you awful man.
5: <laughs> All right. To break oh down more God. about DabbleCon <laughs> <laughs> and things that are going on with a very butthurt Chad Zubach, I want to invite my buddy, Vinny Paulino, onto the show. What's up, Vinny? Hey.
1: Hello, gentlemen. How's it Ryan, going? Ryan, Chris, stupid. Great to be here. <laughs> Good to have you, buddy. Man, Carl, what is going on in the fucking world where Patty Seacops is just owning this guy? Owning that was him. the
5: craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 uh. Honestly, I listened to that for pleasure. I sat down and listened to that, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to clip this. But I listened to it all the way through first, just because I was like, this is entertaining as fuck. This oh, is yeah. great. Tell because the it's true. It-
7: It starts out as pity and ends in scorn.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So let's talk about this. On the podcast last week, we we took Wednesday off. So the last time we did a a live show or or a podcast, who are these podcasts, we had um, Mark on the show from Comedy at the Carlson, and Mark told a couple of stories about his interactions with Chad Zumach, and um, Mark's kind of upset with Chad. Because um, he accused Chad of emailing the RPD, the Russian Police Department, as well as the mayor, and trying to cause some issues with our, our show, DabbleCon, saying that there was going to be fights breaking out and violence and and issues with this show. And so, so um, go ahead, Vinny. Well, I just want to say I want to start off
1: by saying I was ins- I was very clearly told today. That uh, my appearance on the show, I speak for no one but me. So I'm right. just going to go ahead and say this. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying Emails, that as backup. Yep. Yeah. Emails were sent to the mayor's office, to the police department. Um, they all had one particular thing in common with them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what that is because I'm not giving anything away because it, it's interesting. But they all came pretty much from the same place, it's, it felt like. Yes. And... I know Mark was very upset last week and whatever, but, you know, the event went off well. Everybody seemed to be happy. Yeah, yes. We oh, all yeah, did good.
5: Sure. It's great. Yeah. But shit just didn't seem to stop happening. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So wh- I want to get into that right away. But um, I just want to say that after the episode came out, Who Are These Podcasts? I haven't got a chance to talk about this yet. Chad went on his show and said that Mark was lying about everything. And Mark told three different stories about Chad, and the main one was about how Chad put himself on Nikki Glazer's show mm-hmm. without getting permission from anyone, and then booked himself on a radio show um, that next morning to promote his shows, and Mark had to come in and tell him to get the fuck off the radio show you know, because Nikki I- was booked to be on it. Yeah. And
1: here's the thing. You got to realize something, folks, Uh, when a comedy club is on the radio, like it sounds great that you would think a radio show would be really happy to have comedians on. Yeah. Because every radio show fucking blows donkey dicks. Right. Especially. They do not get happy unless they get paid. (laughs) Yes. The club pays for those spots. Like it's paid advertising. And somehow Chad ended up in the
5: studio. Well, Chad weasels his way onto these shows because he knows radio to some degree, so he messaged the producer and said, hey, I'm the guy at the comedy club this weekend, so I'm going to come on. They're like, great, come on in, because he knows that that's the agreement that the club has with the radio shows.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess Chad completely denied that whole story. He did. but He, he lied. Chad was lying. because.
5: So, listen. we we Because t- uh, Mark actually reached out to the producer of the Wee Show, who also said, oh, yeah, no, I remember that. That's exactly how it happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's another person who has a better memory than Chad does, apparently. <laughs> yeah, go figure. <laughs> all right, yeah. so so I'm, we have... I'm sorry, guys. I'm out. I'm out of sorts today. I just ran in here for this. I got a million things. My computer's not working. I'm. I look my camera angles off. I'm sorry.
5: You look fantastic. having a little trouble hearing too, guys. Guys, all right. Vinny needs some compliments. Let's all let's all help him out. Vinny, no, you look, I just you look can't great. hear you. That's like, a good
6: angle. That's a good poster in the background. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyway, the point is, is that Chad has been very upset. With what happened on that show, even though Chad never listened to Who Are These Podcasts, he immediately responded to everything that happened on Who Are These Podcasts for some reason. (laughs) Denied everything, things that are obviously true, he said were false, so now I can't believe anything that's coming out of his mouth. I mean, usually I give him the benefit of the doubt, that Chad, (laughs) but this time not so much. But now things have happened since DableCon. Vinny, what the fuck is going on?
1: Well, I want to add one other thing. I've watched some of these streams because not that I've sought them out, but people send me clips. They're sending me the clips from all the message boards and stuff. And I've watched a couple of them. And it seems to me that he his defense for the, you know, whoever called the police, he says he didn't do it. I don't fucking know who did it. Sure. I really don't.
5: But his defense for it is it was Frank Pellegrino. He's blaming Frank. Yes. And this is something that him and, and Kevin were both talking about. And they're trying to make up the story that Frank and Chrissy want there to be controversy around their shows. So they want the police there and they want protesters. It's it's so convoluted and ridiculous. Fans love that shit. Yeah, it's always great. <laughs> so
1: I hope everybody had a great time at DabbleCon last weekend. Nobody seemed to have any complaints. Well, this week, uh, the other day, we got a visit from the health department.
5: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can't make this because shit up.
1: Because apparently, someone who was there with their fiance for DabbleCon, which is an interesting fact to put into your complaint to the health department, right? Said that there were rats everywhere, (laughs) that there was no hot water in the building, none of the food was kept to temperature, just none of the food was kept to temperature, and that none of the servers washed their hands. This is what the complaints were, and we know this because they came and visited, and we were actually just about due for our annual inspection anyway. Yeah. So the state came in and, by the way, passed us because there's no problems. It's one of it the cleanest so places. Fucking ridiculous.
5: It's one of the cleanest places. So we were hanging out in the green room a lot of the weekend, and you have to walk through the kitchen mm-hmm. to get back into the main room from there. And it's the cleanest kitchen I've ever seen. Dude. I've, I've worked in restaurants. Yeah. There's, 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 there's no rat BMs, which is what was written to the health department, <laughs> rat BMs. Never heard of something. Yeah, that was a, Yeah, that
1: was just a, so here's the thing, though. I, I have a friend of the family, my mom's friend, this this lady who's been with the health department for forever. Okay. So I just sent her – I got her number, and I texted her, and I was like, hey – Can you just give me some information on this? And she said I had to fill out a foil form. I had to go through all this bullshit. So I did it. And Carl, guess who put in the complaint? Who put in the complaint there, Vinny? That Frank Pellegrino. What? But he wasn't even at the show. He wasn't there, but the complaint apparently says he was there for two days with his fiance, and he saw all these things and had to email the health department. So
5: it's almost like this complaint was put in by someone who wasn't there because they didn't know that Frank didn't come to this show, that Chrissy came alone.
6: Almost like that person would be stupid.
5: Yeah, almost like a dumb idiot who's trying to still ruin this show that already happened and was successful. I don't know who it is. I can almost
6: hear his heavy
1: breathing, though. No, the heavy breathing's me. Sorry, guys. Oh, okay. Well, you did just run in there. Okay. (laughs) I I find it just so funny and heavy handed from the information that I got. Like, it was, I was there for for two days for DabbleCon with my fiance. Like, all this personal information. Yeah. If I walked into a restaurant and I saw rats in it. Yeah. I would not be explaining my weekend to the people <laughs> that I was put in to complain to. It's a little heavy, heavy handed and a little on the nose. Yeah. right. If you ask me, I kind of assume that Mr. Zumak is protesting too much. Well, he also wrote that the potato guy was funny, which was
5: another clue. I'm like, wait a second. I'm kidding. That, that's a joke. <laughs> we all know the Chad just, loves I, Cardiff. It just,
1: I couldn't even believe it when I saw this report. Not for a second, do, does anybody
5: believe that Frank yeah. did this?
6: We right. s- we spent time with Frank. He wouldn't use the term BMs.
5: <laughs> no, he definitely <laughs> would not. So they, they left he calls him shit. So they yeah. left Frank's phone number with the yeah. health department. Yeah. Yeah. So we know for a fact that this was not Frank who did this. In fact, you we've talked to Frank since then.
1: Yeah. I just was like, hey, did you get like any weird? I don't know. I'm not going to get into all that. But the whole thing is it's just so stupid. What a dumb fucking idea to begin with. Yes. To do it. Two seconds. It was taken care of. It was like a minor annoyance. But how fucking funny is it that they're they're trying to frame Frank?
5: Well, (laughs) the the funniest part is the health department. Their response was, is someone fucking with you? Because it was yeah. so poorly written. They're like, this is obviously someone's trying to get you guys in trouble for something that didn't
6: happen. Yeah. Club and on- bad. Um. <laughs> Meanies. <Yeah>. Rat BMs.
5: <laughs> And they called my comedy unfunny. Oh, oh, erase that. No, no, no. I'm Frank. That's right. <laughs>
1: So it's just been a weird week with this stuff, and I'm I'm really happy the DabbleCon was so great and everybody had a good time. But th- this was just needless stupidity. Yes, for the sake of stupidity, it feels like.
5: Agreed. Well, Is this fucking insane? How upset Chad got about Mark coming on? And I love when um, Kevin's going. Why do you care about this? What, what do you want to play that club or something like that? He's like, no, no, I don't even give him my avails anymore. <laughs> As if, like, the club's going, Chad, when are you going to be in the Rochester area? We need to get you over here to headline for a weekend.
1: <laughs> they don't even say that in Cleveland. Like, he's <laughs> yeah, from no that. But I don't know the guy. I've never met him. Not impressed, dude. Not impressed. Oh,
5: I want to play you this clip that came in uh, from a listener. I, I should have pulled this ahead of time. I'm going to have to scrub to find it. But this is an old episode of Misery Loves Company with Godfrey, the comedian. And Godfrey is talking about how... Chad gets his gigs. Why don't you bring Chad every week? Chad is,
2: because ch- Chad will call the club before I book it. <laughs> oh, and he'll book himself? Yeah, oh, Chad God. is already booked in everybody's shows. I do not like an uppity opener. So Chad, like, they hey, don't. I called the club, they said like, did you? <laughs> Chad, they don't. <laughs> Chad, they don't That's bring right. you. <laughs> I'm saying no. Chad, no one can <laughs> fuck with Chad's hustle. Chad, He's nobody. He's the most hustling dude on the planet. Hey, let me Chad. get this You should wait. call Chad Zoom. He should be called Chad Zoom, baby. And nobody brings you, you just bring yourself? Zoom, dude. Th- that's not true. Godfrey, you brought me to Madison. I know, He in Madison too.
6: Yeah, but Chad is so quick and be like, Godfrey, I just heard you're in Madison. I'm just two hours away. I can just drive to Chad. He positions himself. What is Bill Cosby? So,
5: this is his buddy Godfrey. He brings him up, he name drops him all the time that he's buddies with Godfrey. And even Godfrey's going, Yeah, this fucking Chad guy's a snake. He'll try to get on your show any which way he can. Without being
1: invited. <laughs> you know, not for nothing, the story that Mark told can be so collaborative from everyone that mm-hmm. worked here when it happened. Yeah, yeah. The people who work in the office, remember. everybody remembers the comic who snuck his way in yes. and got a guest spot. Like, he, for him to have gotten the plan that he wanted to, I just want to point this out. For him to show up and insert himself on a Nikki Glaser show means that somebody else gets fired. Yes. It means somebody else loses their weekend of pay. that got hired rightfully. And And so if you're a fan of comedy and you're a comic, you
5: should be offended by that. Agreed. And the club gave him five minutes on that Thursday night because they were nice. And Nikki's nice. She's like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But then after they busted him Friday morning, he was off the rest of the weekend. There was no more Chad (laughs) Zubox. This idea that the club knew and Nikki knew and they're all lying is nonsense. It's obvious nonsense.
7: It seems like a short, such a short-term solution to whatever he's trying to accomplish. Like it, like Vinny said, like like nobody's going to be happy about this, right. <laughs> right? Yeah, like not the promoters, not the other comics, like you certainly not the audience. <laughs>
1: fact of the matter is, the way it's done professionally is the headliners who want to bring a feature act with them let the club know, hey, I'm bringing my support act with me. Right? Can we take care of them? This is their name. This is their info. You it. Never, I've never seen it happen. I've been, I've worked in three comedy clubs in my life. I've never seen this happen except for him, except for
5: Chad. (laughs) Yeah. Vinny, I'm going to bring on El Horrible to talk about DabbleCon. Do you want to hang with us or do you got to go? Finally, some talent in the room. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Uh, B Dabbler, AKA El Horrible. You were there for DabbleCon, my friend. I
4: was. Thank you. Thank you, Carl, for having me on your show. It's nice to see everyone. Uh,
5: so, this is uh, Brian, Brian El Horrible.
4: Hey, El Harible.
7: I've uh, seen him before.
5: Yeah. Now, I'm honored. Now, El Horebly has an interesting story that um, I don't want to pile on Kevin Dumbfuck. He's getting uh, hit pretty hard Who? since since this uh, this past weekend. But I feel like we need to address. You it. You'll have a fucking
1: hard time finding him in the pile on. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. It's a big old pile on right now. He's on the bottom somewhere.
5: Yeah. So, uh, but I-, I wanted to bring on El Harible because they had had a falling out before Dabblecon, and uh, now woof. This, this was not good. Now, before we get into that, though, real quick, El Reblay, you were there documenting everything you were filming. Um, I've watched oh, back to some of the karaoke show that you were filming and, and things like that. You were going to make a documentary about DabbleCon, but now you're kind of over it. <laughs> Is that what I'm trying to understand? <laughs> well, I didn't. Uh, I was not the set
4: leaker. I want that to be known. Oh, Once know they made the, the announcement of uh, yeah. no one you know, film, I did not film anyone's sets. And as a, someone who dabbles in stand-up comedy, I wouldn't want anyone to have uh, you know, a recording of myself. Well,
5: I, yeah, I watched you, th- you were filming behind the scenes stuff. You were interviewing people who were there, you know, you were just grabbing people and talking to them and which is fine. Everyone was fine. Yeah, right. Right. Just
1: so you know, man, I went up to the managers and said you were all right. And what you were doing was fine. So like you, you really did a nice job. Everything that you, all the videos you put out were really cool and well done, man. It was appreciated.
5: Well, Vinny thought you were Ray Mysterio. But outside of that, he was fine with whatever you were doing.
4: I understand. Uh, No, yeah. So once the event uh, finished, I was like, you know, why not live stream? I don't see, you know, the harm in it. And I'm sure people at home uh, were wanting to see what was going on. I mean, I know there are usually shows during the weekend. And since everyone was at DabbleCon, there really wasn't any original content. So, you know, I just went around and uh, did my behind the scenes, uh, you know, Access Hollywood kind of uh, interviewing people I saw and just getting all their right, thoughts so I'll just on just how, how DabbleCon I'll
5: ask you this real quick. You don't have to belabor it, but obviously a lot of people were rooting for us to fail. There are a lot of message boards that thought this wasn't going to happen. And, you know, I heard that Anthony wasn't going to show up and the show was going to get canceled and all these different things. What was your overall take on uh, the DabbleCon weekend? Al Hi.
4: I mean, personally, Carl,
5: it couldn't have been
4: a better weekend for myself. I had a blast. It was just, it was incredible. It was nice to just be amongst like-minded people who just wanted to get together and laugh, who all had, you know, this one common interest to, uh, you know, kick a retard. <laughs>
5: yes, it was we all had a lot of fun, I have to say. It was uh, it was a blast. I didn't talk to anyone who didn't feel like they got their money's worth from that that whole weekend of shows. It was it was amazing. But there was one guy who's regretting his weekend. And that would be the guy from Uh-oh. Why Do I Podcast, Kevin Dumbfuck, who had a little incident uh with obnoxious John.
4: <laughs> yes. Uh, so, you know, I went home well, home, I call it home. I call my hotel room because I'm always traveling because I'm so famous, sure. uh, you know, being a 16-year-old up-and-coming YouTube star. Yeah. And I woke up from my king-size bed, all comfortable, all nice and dry, uh, to a message from OJ that said, I'm done with Kevin Dumbfuck. He pissed all over my stuff.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so apparently,
9: what?
5: Obnoxious John and Kevin Dumbfuck decided to room together to save on costs. Like so- every 40-year-old men do. <laughs> Look, I'm, not, I'm not calling out. I'm not just John. It happens. You know, you want to you save somebody. So they decided to room together. And I guess uh, Kevin Dunfuck got very drunk on Friday night. Apparently.
4: I mean, I only had one altercation with the guy. I ignored him the whole night. And he came up to me and wanted to shake my hand. And I was having none of it. Mm-hmm. And then I never saw him. And according to him, after that, he just blacked out.
5: Yes. And then and, um, uh, he relieved himself out of Noxious John's clothing. <laughs> nude. He was completely nude. <laughs> Why? OJ wakes up. He, he looks didn't over. want to get pee on his clothes. <laughs> yeah. OJ looks over and he just sees a, a naked Kevin Dubfunk taking a leak all over his stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> it's actually the funniest thing Kevin's ever done. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Should turn that into a show.
4: You're famous now, drunk fuck.
5: Piss on your stuff, starring Kevin fuck. Where did I piss?
4: Where did hey, I piss? are those clothes Doesn't yours? <laughs> Zip.
1: <laughs> it's a great show. Ah, oh, you like these like clothes? Like it was huh? targeted.
7: Like it was targeted, right? I mean, he he could have. There's a bathroom in the, in the room, I'm assuming. He could have pissed on his own stuff. He could have pissed on his bed, but he went for the dude's clothing. He went for his wardrobe.
5: Brian, I know that we are country bumpkins up here in Rochester, New York. But, yes, there are bathrooms in every hotel room. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, I've talked to a lot of people who have stayed here. Wait, (laughs) I know. Brian, some places
1: actually have them inside, too. Yeah,
7: yeah. (laughs) I've never been to Rochester, but.
1: (laughs) Well, God willing, you'll get there, buddy. (laughs) I would invite you here, but we have a rat problem right now.
5: Uh... (laughs) Oh, no, no. You said the gripe part loud. Oh, no.
7: I don't care about the rats. I just want the food to be at temperature.
5: Like, <laughs> yeah, right. So, I warm all the sandwiches under my pits for everybody. It's... <laughs> so uh, Obnoxious John was very put off by this, went out and slept in his car. I don't know if people realize this. It was very cold this past weekend in Rochester. It was negative uh, <laughs> three degrees, I believe, on Friday night. Yeah, I saw that on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, people were saying it was cold, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so what's uh, the aftermath now, El Haribwe? I mean, people are doing their streams, they're talking about this. I think Kevin has come back and talked about it. He obviously feels very ashamed. He's, he's, you know, bummed out with his uh, performance at uh, DabbleCon. Yeah,
4: I mean, uh, I think he's just bummed out overall by his entire weekend. Um, He he puts all the blame on... uh, not himself, but
5: other things oh, really. Really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> surprising yeah. Getting um, blackout drunk and pissing on your friend's stuff. Um, that's on you. <laughs> I'm just going to go out of the web here and say <laughs> you gotta take responsibility for that.
4: I agree. And, uh, I think, uh, OJ is definitely done with him. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, OJ a good guy. So we'll do some stuff together and, uh, and, yeah, I think OJ kind of wants – OJ's been a really classy guy. He really is a nice guy, and I think he doesn't even want to answer because uh, we did a stream together, and then Kevin did a stream the other day kind of answering all you know the questions and leaving more questions, honestly. But I don't think OJ really wants to dwell. But there are a lot of uh, falsehoods in his story. Okay. According to OJ. But, Uh, again, I I wasn't. I just know, based on what OJ, he came back to an open-armed El Harible who brought him in from the frigid (laughs) urine storms.
5: (laughs) Well done, sir. You're a hero. Thank you. (laughs) You're a man among boys, I have to tell you. So, not only did Kevin Dumbfuck get very drunk, but so did Chad Zubach yesterday. (laughs) Now, Misery Loves Company does a show at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. on a Friday. Listen, I am no stranger to day drinking. None at all. But I can be sober enough to do a show at 4 p.m. on a Friday. Watch how the latest Misery Loves Company show starts off as Bob and Kevin are waiting for Chad to show up. He's late. And they're like, where the fuck is this guy? He's not responding to text. We tried to call him. He's not answering his phone. And this is Chad showing up yesterday on the show. Yeah. And no response. Oh, here's
2: Chad. I mean, it's like.
3: What the fuck is he? Is he? I mean, there?
2: It's, it's it. I guess I got to let him in.
3: Yeah, I guess. There he is. What's up, I mess? I got your text. Okay. <laughs> You're oh drunk. God. Oh, my God. No, Whoa. dude, come on. What's up? <laughs> yeah, you're drunk, right?
12: No. What's up? Hi, 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 hi. hi. Well,
3: he's drunk. He's totally oh, drunk. Shut Fuck. Up. It's all right. If you look, just say you look. It's okay to drink. I mean, look, nobody expected you to do this forever, What's or at least a week. week. Yeah,
5: yeah. So remember, Chad said that in 2023 he's not going to drink at all. He's done drinking. He's getting into shape by July. We're all going to be jealous of what shape he's in. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's fallen right off that wagon. And I believe it happened the weekend before during DabbleCon because, as I mentioned before, Chad blocked Bob Levy yeah. during that show because Bob Chad was like motherfucking Bob Levy about it. And Bob responded like, I made more this weekend than you'll make in two months. And I did 10 minutes on stage. So And one of 10 minutes, I got <laughs> to say. It was a great 10 minutes, too. <laughs> Bob Levy crushed it on the, the stand-up show. And so, Chad started texting him back and going, I hope you die. Yeah. I want you to die. He blocked him. And I was talking to Bob while this was <laughs> happening. He goes, Chad's drunk. <laughs> this is how Chad acts yeah. when he's drunk. So, I, that's just Bob saying it, not me. But let's get back to this.
2: January's over, man. January's over. Yeah. What's, the
12: what's the problem? What's going on? Why why are you guys
2: mad? Chad, uh, Adam's been group texting, like, all fucking day. You didn't respond to one. And then, you know the show's a four, so it's like, if you're going to be, if whatever, if you can't make it, just say, I, I'm like, I'm taking a nap. It's 4.06. Yeah. I know, but you don't respond. And Levy just fucking called you
5: and you didn't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. Is it still ringing? <laughs> <laughs> no. Here's what I'm going to do, because I was actually watching this yesterday. Um, a little birdie tipped me off. This was going on. So I was, I was tuning in, getting distracted by this whole thing. This is a long episode with a lot of very funny parts. Kevin has some technical issues. Chad's very drunk. Bob's calling him out. I have a few more clips to play, but we're going to cover this more, I think, on Wednesday's episode of Who Are These Podcasts. But this is just um, Kevin goofing on Chad, which is appropriate here. But listen, yeah, so I got to deal with
2: drunk Chad, uh, Trader Levy, and then my shit don't work. (laughs) My shit don't work. So And then Ray DeVito's like... Hey, Chad's mad at me. Don't worry, Chad. You're like 20th on Chad's shit list. Yeah, you know.
3: what's going on with you and Ray now? Like, Ray's scared of you again? I mean, what is going on? Ray has nothing going on, so he
2: has to create a narrative.
3: That's all it is. <laughs> I like how Chad, Chad learned the word narrative, and now he has to use it every fucking podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Chrissy <Jesus>.
5: Mayer's narrative. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got a narrative <laughs> against Chad for some reason. God, it's just so unlucky. Everyone's got narratives against him. God, why, why, Chad? Poor guy. What did he ever do to anyone?
1: <laughs> Accusing people of narratives really doesn't go well in court. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. you're right.
1: It's, it's a narrative. Like good <laughs> it's just a narrative that it's the narrative. prosecutor has about me. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Fucking dummy. No, Ukraine is beating Russia as a narrative. What we say about Chad is just truth. We're just playing the clips and reporting on facts over here. All right. So now uh, we're going to get into some. This is just kind of funny because Kevin's having technical issues. His microphone's not working, and he's off the show and back on the show. And then he says this.
2: Off and on, I could hear you, and I just felt so sorry for Levy. That I'm like, I can't bail on this fucking show. Yeah, and no. I knew everyone, I would become a, a meme and a gif or whatever like, of, yeah. me, of me trying to fix my fucking thing. And then w- who are these pockets? And be like, look at Kevin Brennan. Look at Kevin <laughs> Brennan. He's so dumb. We're in Rochester. And we know how to work equipment. Even though we're country bumpkins. <laughs> we Relax, know how to Kevin. work our
12: equipment. That's Levy's buddy. He, like, like, Levy's gonna like, oh, I don't want to do this. This
5: is not cool. Uh, Oh, that's uh, why
6: Chad's upset. Yeah, your buddy using that one. We
5: were hanging out with Bob Levy. Oh, I'm sorry, Chad. I apologize. We can work our time. Bob's my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's got to say it. Chad's a fucking idiot. (laughs) By the way, that really is another parallel with Stuttering John. Because if you remember, when John had that guy bring him over to Anthony's house to play poker, Mm -hmm. and then Anthony made fun of John's stand-up set, John told that guy, You can't hang out with Anthony anymore. Right. Like, that's literally oh, what Chad's doing. He's like, You can't hang out with Carl. Why are you hanging out with Carl? That's not cool.
6: Yankees <laughs> or Red Sox? That's it. <laughs> pick, a, pick a team. Let's go. Um, all right. This
5: is uh, more about uh, Chad being late to the show. And they're trying to explain to him that if you're going to show up drunk, just. Be on time at least, then they won't be as suspicious.
4: <laughs>
2: it, it, I like how Chad work. shows up late; like we're not going to catch on. Yeah. Why well, you have to show up on time, and we're not going to think you're <laughs> been drinking.
4: Yeah, I showed up three
2: minutes late, and you guys are like going crazy. Where's your prep?
3: Yeah, <laughs> we already we already did the weather. What do you bring to the table? Traffic. Yeah. To, what about the traffic? How did how's you take- the
2: traffic on Dale Mayberry?
3: Yeah,
9: this
2: show
3: sucks, dude. Oh God,
9: fucked
3: up. Yeah. I love it. I love the denial of saying that you're not drunk. I mean, if I was a cop, you would tell me you you're not drunk if I pulled you over. <laughs>
5: I'm fine. The, Everything's fine. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Chad's like, you're talking to me? Oh, shit, you're talking to me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine, says the drunk man.
5: It's, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, Chad. What well, seems to be the officer problem? <laughs> 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 so this is, this is the last clip I have from this. This is so funny because... Chad starts calling out Kevin for having a shitty show. Now, again, this is very much a parallel to when he was on the Kevin Brennan Rose and explained that everyone on the day has sucked. It's like, yeah, yeah but you're, <laughs> you're part of the show, Chad. Right.
2: Chad, why don't you just drink on Sunday? Why don't you just drink on Sunday? <laughs> yeah. You two have no content. Zero.
3: <laughs> we never did. <laughs> We never did
4: anything. Chad's telling
2: us we have no content. He walks the streets of Tampa yelling at his phone, being watched by 12 people. Like, literally, he's like a dog howling at the moon. Like, no one's fucking at steel toe... How he's gonna bang Steel Toe's wife. Chad, you don't have the money to get to fucking Minnesota.
9: <laughs> <laughs> that uh, How are you gonna at me?
2: bang his wife? That
12: dude came at me. I never went at these people. I've never gone out anybody. I'm a response oh, right. to what
2: they were doing. Right. You just told all was us, doing. You just told us this show sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not good a couple it's seconds rare, ago. And <laughs> we're like your allies. Imagine what the shit you start with fucking Toe and and uh and little Patton Oswald. You only pick mm-hmm. on guys you can literally take in a fight, right? No, dude. I just, I just respond. I'm, I defend myself. That's all I do. I defend myself. That's all I do. Oh yeah, Chad's doctor, Chad. Uh, Chad, you can take pull the drunk up. out of. You can pull take the up. drunk out of Ohio, but you can't take the Ohio out of the drunk. Kevin, you gotta pull it up, dude. Here, yeah, do I don't it. know I'll where do it I'll is. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, okay, that's okay. stepping up to the plate.
3: <laughs> now we got content.
9: <laughs>
1: it.
3: Wow. Kevin yeah. really laid it all out there. I feel like
1: Kevin's listening to WATP now too. Yeah. Ex- like- Excuse me if I'm wrong, but didn't like the real like shit start? when Chad didn't just try to tell you guys how wrong what you're doing is and how he's just going to have a thing. It started because he jumped on the stuttering John wagon and wanted to do a show shitting on stuttering John, copying WATP, right. And you said, you're a fucking dick, dude. Don't do it. That's where this shit started, man. Well, Don't act persecuted. Yeah. Oh, Chad. dude, th-
5: that whole thing is insane because actually it goes back to Chad has been dedicating shows to Chrissy and Frank for years now, his Patreon has been nothing but shows talking about how big assholes those two are. And then he's like, "I'm just <laughs> responding to what other people are saying about me." He's like, no, Janet, it's not true at all. It's not. I mean. like, I'm
12: never true. offended.
5: I'm never mad. <laughs> yeah, he's such a fucking liar.
1: Well, to say that he's not attacking people, he was trying to attack
5: Stuttering John, right. the guy who went on your show to defend. Correct. He's and just full of shit. And also, Vinny, if anything, he's trying to set a narrative. That's that's what that is. When he's saying that, I'm just I'm just responding to what people are saying about me. I'm, I don't even go after people. I'm not on the offensive. It's like, okay, that's your narrative. No one's buying it. It's not a good one.
6: That's what all those he's pages a- are when he's on stage. That's a fucking narrative. That's
5: his narrative. Once upon a time, there was a hilarious comic from Cleveland <laughs> who was cool. Who was the coolest kid in school, and everybody
1: called him the Z-Man.
5: <laughs>
6: Chad's the kind of guy who's like, as soon as I get out of this headlock, I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
5: when my nose stops bleeding, <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. Then.
1: <laughs> Why do I have the feeling that he's the kid who would wait for other people? Like, if something was getting heated, wait for other people to stand in the middle, yeah. then yeah. start coming at the guy. Yeah, like that's yeah. what the vibe I get from Chad. As soon as
5: their arms are being held back, he's like, "All right, now I'm gonna get some shots in." Yeah, yeah exactly. So, Vinny. Brian, what? El Harible, Chris, what have I been saying since the beginning of us goofing on Chad? Why wouldn't he just be funny back every yeah. single time we do a segment on him? He's just angry, and he's complaining,
6: and he's arguing. All of that energy could be put into writing jokes.
5: Right. And he even says, he goes, guys, keep talking about me. He emailed me and said, keep talking about me because people come over to see what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. and
6: they become fans of me. How's that working out for you, Chad?
5: Well, he says he's hilarious, and people think he's hilarious. <laughs> and I've been waiting for this to happen where he's finally going to bring some comedy, oh, good. and he finally did this week. He's to he, is gonna he do... fall out of the chair? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to do an, an impression of me. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show the screen so people don't get confused and think that it's me <laughs> talking right now because it's so spot on. But this is how you can tell that Chad is not a hack. I don't know who would come up with an impression like this. Only Chad. Do you do a
12: Carl impression? I saw someone
3: ask
13: for oh, you to
12: uh, do it earlier. I was working on it. Well, I didn't work on it. I, I did it on the podcast last.
9: He's like, "Anthony Cumia!
12: Everybody, it's Anthony Cumia! Oh my God, Anthony Cumia's here! I keep my mouth open because I can suck his dick."
5: (laughs) That is how I introduced Anthony on my show. It's pretty spot on, (laughs) classic.
1: (laughs) Okay, he's right though. You do look like a victim of Joker gas.
5: You really do smile and keep your mouth open a lot. So, so I say, (laughs) I say, "Hey, look at everybody! It's Anthony Cumia!" and I giggle and I want his penis in my mouth. And then when I do it, what do I do after that, Chad?
12: I'm in a really shitty band <laughs> I stole Jocktober from my o and <laughs> I laugh at my own jokes <laughs> I do inside jokes on stage that nobody knows <laughs> oh, oh,
6: oh. A lot of violations there Yeah
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: He's unhinged
5: Yeah, he's a little unhinged on this one, Brian It's not a good look for him I do inside jokes on stage that nobody knows Well, no, the people in the audience know That's why they're at my show On that opening for Jim Brewer,
6: they came to see who are these podcasts. That's why the people know about it. Or saying Dan Soder isn't here. I'll tell it anyway. Yeah,
5: right. I know.
12: (laughs) Uh, Anthony Cuvia. Campo Media. Eric Nagel. Eric Nagel. Chrissy Mayer. (laughs) Chrissy Mayer. Rochester. I never left.
5: Wow. That's a pretty good impression, though, huh? Yeah. Smelling it.
6: It is a good point. Would you mind leaving? <laughs> and what's his buddy? His co-host, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. So he brought this up. Said, "Can you do an impression?" He doesn't yeah. seem the least bit amused by this. Yeah, no,
5: it's not a good impression. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not uh, entertaining like, anyone. What have I done? I do love the fact that one of his things with me is that I never left Rochester. Yeah. It's because I had never tried to get into show business. And yet here I am more successful than Chad who left Cleveland, (laughs) tried in LA, tried in New York. Now he's in Tampa and I'm way more successful than him. And I never left Rochester.
6: Oops. (laughs) Boy, is his face fat. (laughs)
12: I love Rochester. <laughs> I love Weezer. I
5: love Weezer. <laughs> uh,
6: wrong again. It's fucking yep, Ween. We like Weezer.
5: We, Weezer. <laughs> I mean, their first three albums are good, yeah. right? But fucking Wee, I like Weed is the band I like in marketing <laughs> <laughs> i do say that a lot i was in marketing <laughs> yeah. hold on he backed it up he got me there that's pretty good <laughs> here's my business card <laughs> i love weezer <laughs> i was in marketing
9: <laughs>
6: look at poor Tyler. It's just like is this gonna end soon yeah, i'm sorry dude, i brought it it's just gonna go on <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna start the impression soon <laughs> poor tyler <laughs> yeah. there's some good isos in here
9: I owe Anthony Kumi everything.
12: I want to fuck Anthony Kumi in the ass.
6: (laughs) Oh, that got to him.
4: Do you do
3: a Carl impression? All
7: right,
6: so.
5: <laughs> do I? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I in a... Chad's
7: defense, Carl texted me earlier today and it was that exact verbatim. <laughs> 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 Brian,
5: we do thought my thought show. I want to fuck him in the ass. Brian, come on. E-Rock. E- E-Rock. Evan Rochester. Weezer.
1: <laughs> Always with the Weezer
7: with the guy. Yeah.
5: It's just a copy pasta at this point. It's just when I text everybody. <laughs> So, uh, who yeah. is this Tyler guy? Like, where did he come from, dude? He's a nothing, he's a nobody. I have no <laughs> idea. He's the only guy that agreed to be the co host of Sit Down Zumok. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is, but
4: it's I not predict good. Kevin will be uh producing for Chad soon.
5: <laughs> yeah, you might want to team <laughs> up with Kevin Dumfuck, might be Get a good some move heat for him. All right. Um, So, like I said, we'll cover more of uh, Chad's drunk meltdown on Misery Loves Company. Everything, it happened yesterday. They pulled it down immediately. I want to thank my buddy, Jackie Marlowe, who always helps me out. He recorded the whole show. He was sending me the video with timestamps, but it was like literally a half hour before we started the show. So I was trying to get some clips together. I just couldn't get it all pulled together. So we'll do that uh, on Wednesday's show, which should be a lot of fun. Guys. I was gonna let you go, but then I thought, does anyone want to catch a dabbler with me? <gasps> I, <to>. I yeah. <laughs> All right, we got some contestants to catch a dabbler. Is Hannah here yet? I don't see Hannah. All right, well, her loss. These are view girls, I'm telling you, Carl. Hannah actually uh, came over to uh, our place mm-hmm. after the uh, shows on Friday. Her and Mister Hannah. Mm-hmm. We're over here hanging out, so so that was nice. What a lovely girl Hannah is! Yeah, it was nice meeting her. Yeah, very pretty girl. Um. Hopefully we'll show more of that on the Patreon soon. Weird,
1: (laughs) we haven't heard from her since she
7: was in your basement. Weird.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I shouldn't have brought that up. Cut
6: that part out.
7: I think I speak for Vinny as well when I say, like, I miss Vic. Well
6: played. (laughs) (laughs) Vinny's all misty.
1: (laughs) I have never once said that I miss Vic. I
11: want to point that out. Uh, Trying to be tough. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. To catch a doubter.
6: He <laughs> finally got the potato
5: mask, and it's too late. <laughs> he, he was supposed to have that for god <laughs> <laughs> What a maroon! Oh, fucking love this guy. What am I looking at? <laughs> as, as Bob Levy would say, I love this potato.
3: Just last night the bill was like 180,
11: 190. What did John say <laughs> next? Okay. Here are your choices. 1. So, I don't know. I threw down like three $100 bills. B. And I realized uh, I left my wallet at home. 3. But I don't know. They did not accept Amex, so I had to find uh, an ATM. I.V. And I left, I don't know, a 25, 30% tip. E. And all I ordered was Nine cores Light and, I don't know, a bologna sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Lastly, and, I don't know, I thought she would pay half or at least show some appreciation for the dinner to catch a dabbler.
5: Oh, he did it to me again. He gave me one at the end there. I'm like, oh, shit, that might be it. I'm going to go on my original thought, though. I always go first on this one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the 25, 30% tip thing. Sounds like a kind of brag because John wouldn't even know what the math was. No. But he would say that he did it. Uh, Brian Johnson, what do you think, buddy?
7: Uh, I agree. That's one I was going to go with as well okay. was the tip because it seems like that's sort of like
5: very passive
7: brag.
1: Yes. I'm going to I'm gonna take the last one uh, yeah. just to be different. I was going to lean towards that one, too, but it seems too easy for Cardiff.
5: I've been on a roll lately. <laughs> what do you think, Al uh, Replay? <clears throat> uh, while I want
4: it to be number five, nine cores in a bologna sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me I too. Believe- John, like many times on the Stern Show, forgot his wallet at home. Mm-hmm. Oh,
5: yeah. Very possible. Okay. Yeah. And producer Chris, what say you? I say number two also. Okay. So no one said I threw down, like, I don't know, like $300 bills because <laughs> that also sounds very plausible.
1: You know what? I'll change my answer. I'll take that one. Okay.
5: Here we go. Can you keep a track of this? Yes. Good. Because I'm not.
11: All right, contestants. It's time to lock in your answer.
3: (laughs) Just last night, the bill was like 180, 190. And then I left the, I don't know, 25, 30%. Be sure to come back next
11: week to find out if you are man enough to cash.
5: Brian, is that the first dabbler you've caught in your life? (laughs)
7: It's not. We, we play oh. the game. Me and my wife play the game at home. and uh, I, I usually do pretty decently.
5: Okay, yeah. He's got the home version. <laughs> nice. We yeah. should make a home version of this. That's a good idea. Wow. How have we not thought of that before? Yeah, we're busy. Yeah, I know, but I want to charge people more money for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? The
11: shoe Show? Just, what just happened? I just saying, Uncle Rico. It's mean, just
5: what's
1: happening on the WATP network now. Is that what we're doing?
11: a dabbler.
5: <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> it is.
4: Oh,
5: <laughs> well, he won his uh <laughs> lifetime achievement award. He's got it with him there. He won at the Davies. Great. Big winner. By the way, I guarantee you guys, I'm going to get a note from Cardiff saying you can't sell to catch a dip where I own that. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee it's gonna be a thing. You're gonna want commission. Yeah. We're gonna to talk about percentages. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Um, Vinny, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about the health inspector. I guess. Thanks for having People me, guys.
1: People continue to fuck uh, with the club. Please stop. It's stupid. Yeah, it's I think it doesn't go anywhere. It's just dumb.
5: It's not working. It's the, all the yeah. emails, the health inspectors and RPDs of the world are not going to get the club shut like down. They just
1: go, oh, okay. And nobody gives, a shit. <laughs> nobody it's gives
5: pretty, a shit. It's really ridiculous. <laughs> really. All right. I'll see you later. I'll Hold see on. you for the creep off. Vinny, you and I are on the creep off together every Monday at one on the creep yeah. off YouTube. You can also get the RSS where we get podcasts. And if you're on our Patreon, we are now doing a scum stream every Wednesday morning, 1130 a.m. Eastern time. That's right. Four bonus episodes a month, folks at the creep off
1: Patreon. Check that out. And if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to be doing subreddit surfing Monday night with the potato. We're having yes. a lot of fun on that show. So check it out. It's pretty silly. We went dumpster diving the other day. Found out. we met a girl named big girl diver. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we found about her uh, her dumpstering habits. It was quite an interesting experience. So there's a
5: subreddit for dumpster diving, and one of the posts that they pulled up was the seven rules of dumpster diving. And number one was. Make your expectations realistic. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you're not going to find an engagement ring in there, Tommy. Yeah. You know, I
1: wasn't expecting tips that were so helpful because
5: yeah. that really, I didn't argue with number one at all. Yeah. I mean, maybe half a Nerf ball is what you're going to find, <laughs> yeah. but be happy
6: with that. I mean, there's pheasant under glass, but the glass is broken. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's great. All, all right, right, boys. Thanks, I'll see you all later. Thanks see for having you me, guys. Yeah, man. Peace.
5: And, uh, and El Harible, buddy, thank you for coming out and telling us tales out of school. We always appreciate it.
4: Thank you, Carl. Uh, thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to uh, validate myself. And uh, you're <laughs> literally killing people on the inside by having me on. So thank oh, really?
5: You. <laughs> Is that true? Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Um, I people, just want to say,
4: probably. keep yeah, reaching ahead. for the stars. I used to have posters of these guys on my wall, and now I'm here on the show. You said so. posters
5: of producer Chris on your wall? <laughs> That's stalker behavior. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> um, El Hariblay, people can find you on, what, B-Dabbler is your YouTube channel?
4: Yes, B-Dabbler is my YouTube and my Twitter.
5: All right. Thank you. And do you do, you do live shows, you do live streaming, where where, where can we find you?
4: Uh, I don't know. It's kind of spaced out, but yeah, I have been doing uh, live shows trying to get my hours up, uh, but I'm almost at 4,000 hours. So, uh, you know, and I'll keep doing uh, recorded shows. I don't know. People seem to like things, so I'll keep making it as long as people like it.
5: It's a very OP thing to say. Oh, yeah, we've doing so much time. I'm doing, like, 4,000 hours.
6: <laughs> did you see the Sunset fart. stream last night?
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. We got... Sorry. Um, there was a, a giraffe. What was that, El Horrible?
4: Did you see Opie's Sunset stream last no, night? No, I did not. Oh, he talked about... He talked about DabbleCon a little bit. What? No. Yeah. I can't keep up. He was talking about <laughs> podcasts who can't... Uh, fill comedy clubs so i don't i mean i assume
5: oh you know interesting. It was very subtle oh okay he i'll won't have to check do that out. do those kind of podcasts i will have to check that out well unfortunately he's on that podcast all the time yeah <laughs> yeah it's not up to you op if you're doing that podcast or not it's happening all right thanks el Harible. thank you all right see you buddy all right guys it's just us now yeah We could talk shit about video and replay. (laughs) (laughs) They won't be the wiser. What have we done today? We've done it all. Betwitch the sheets, the Valentine's Day edition of Who Are These Podcasts? Guys, take your ladies out for a nice dinner and then spend a few minutes looking for the clip. Yeah, see if you can find it.
6: It's the bald man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Or do what they
7: want you to do Just obsess on it and think of
6: nothing but to play <laughs> yeah. I just picture that old guy in Benny Hill <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <man>. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Oh god we, we checked in On Patty Seacup's new episode Of Great Job Awesome If you're not subscribed to that on YouTube You should be he's killing it he's got lots of shorts He's talking about Brendan Schaub he's talking about Chad Zumak. He's figuring it out uh, misery loves company of course chad uh, fell off the wagon seemed to be very uh drunk when he showed up to that show yesterday brian and i want another to catch a dabbler we're just on fire mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so you know what that means it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show the teezer. The teezer. Teezer. Ah. i'll explain this to brian So this is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we're going to review on the next episode to get people excited about the next episode. That's why we call it like a teaser. You know, it's like a a tease. Familiar with this concept? You're not going to play the whole thing? Yeah, you got to hear about this. this. Yeah, we're not going to play the entire episode. That'd be funny. Instead of a teaser, I'm just going to do the next episode of these podcasts right now. Come on in, Andy. Let's go. That's funny. All right. Let's check it out. Let's see what we're doing on uh, the midweek edition of Who Are These Podcasts.
2: Nobody's going to be responsible for you except for you. But we're also not responsible for anything other than our own actions and reactions. We're not responsible for what somebody else decides to do with a situation. If we bring something up and they go haywire, that's not your responsibility. But it is your responsibility if you're purposely triggering them, if you're purposely pushing a button, if you're purposely doing it to get that reaction. So it's a fine line. It's
5: my and Mayim Alex breakdown. She's going to break it down for you. Because you know she knows a thing or two. So now she's going to break down. It's a breakdown. She's going to break it down. That's right. The uh, the ugly girl from the sitcoms has her own show on YouTube <laughs> and she's talking to Corey Feldman. My Bialik's Breakdown is the episode we'll be checking out on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts. You're welcome, Bry.
7: Who recommended I that one? I look forward to this.
5: <laughs> that one came in from, oh, Michael Gavin Ali on the Discord put that one in. He's, he's recommended a few that we've gone with. So thank you, Michael Gavin Ali, for uh, recommending this one. This should be... Uh, should be a train wreck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say a lot of fun. I'm like, this is like, going to be fun at all. This is what I dread about I doing
6: the show. C- Corey Feldman handing down life lessons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mentioned Corey Feldman the other day to my wife. She, you know,
7: she's like 29, and she was like, "Who's Humble that?" I was like.
6: Oh, my God.
7: Sit down. (laughs) Let's hit YouTube because I need to educate you fully in fucking Corey Feldman.
5: Did you start with some of his music, I hope? Or Charlie Sheen? Yes, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
7: Ascension. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
9: I'm
5: the comeback, comeback king. (laughs) What's up with the youth? What's up with the youth? I got so many hits. You ever see that video? He's at like a minor league baseball park. And he's performing oh, yeah, and he's like got not his little like, stage. Yeah, he's got like a little <laughs> stage, like like out in the stands somewhere. He's like not even the main mm-hmm. attraction. He's just like, hey, and over here is Corey Feldman, and I'll sell the sixth inning. is coming up
6: at the bleachers. Yeah, like no, no, 30, no. no.
5: Like, Beyond the
7: bleachers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's like maybe thirty people standing around him, like wh- like half of them being like, "Who's this guy?" Right. The other half being like, "Oh my god, <laughs> like <laughs> I can't believe Corey Feldman just <laughs> is, is doing this." And I don't know what the Angels, it's like. Yeah. Put them in heels, for Christ's sakes! Why are these women walking around like just with stockinged feet?
5: <laughs> that's like, your complaint. Ruins the effects. <laughs> I, I really gotta say, <laughs> that's it's <hilarious>. a downer. <laughs> well, I will tell you that Jody B says you should have started with Goonies with your wife. <laughs> this one's on mm. you. <laughs> Now as you going to watch Goody's like, oh, it's that asshole! Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I just thought he was a musician. I didn't realize he's also in movies. He was multi-talented, yeah. yeah. Um, so people should check out Tell him Steve Dave, which is Brian's podcast. Very popular podcast. What's going on and Tell him Steve Dave these days, Bri?
7: Doing lots of Patreon stuff yeah? recently. Yeah, we could be trying to come up with some new shows and stuff because we have unbelievable amounts of video to do every month and uh it uh, it adds up. I'm sure you're you're aware of those server costs. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's a lot. So we have we actually just uh our um our webmaster the other day he said we have we had more pins ever before the uh the we started which was like I don't know maybe four years ago, five years ago. So, I I was pretty happy about that because every like I don't look at the numbers because I'm always terrified they're going to be going down.
5: Sure. Yeah. That's
7: awesome. So, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think we're doing all right.
5: Well, you guys have been doing a podcast longer than most people. And the fact that it's still growing is fantastic. That's awesome. That says a lot about. Yeah, we're pretty you happy about it. Do. I mean,
7: we're no, we're no like Joe Rogan or anything like that, but yeah, like I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that we keep increasing the numbers as well. well it's it's unusual. I,
5: you're you're being very humble, and I understand that. I believe you're in the top ten on Patreon, if I'm not mistaken. Your show. I mean, you guys do very we?
7: well. I, I swear, I, my hand to God, I wouldn't. I'm not okay. aware of that.
5: <laughs> yeah, I think you are. You guys do very well. Whenever I check out, it's been a while, but whenever I check out the rankings on uh, podcasts on Patreon, you guys are always. Near the top, so uh, you do oh, very nice. well. And yes, you're right. You are also doing a show with my buddy E Rock. Uh, would you kindly? And now people are be like, Carl just has the Compound guys on. Oh, uh, Carl just has Compound. Here's another episode of P- Compound Media.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> but you do do a show with E Rock every week uh, on Compound Media.
7: People I do, and, and thank you for thank you for not reviewing it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on there recently. I have a I have a blast yeah. on there. I actually called out E-Rock. I don't know if I talked to you about this, but the last time I was on, would you kindly? Eric started telling a story about uh, an opie incident, and he went on for a while about the story. And I think at a certain point, I started hitting some <laughs> drops on him. And you're taking like all of it out of this show, and Paul's like, "No, oh, I didn't. I was just fucking with you, dude." Oh, really? he... Yeah, I went back and watched it. I was like, "You Bastard. took all of this out." I know. <laughs> like, I hope I didn't make you feel bad or something. Like, Jesus, it's a good story. I was just fucking around. But uh, he gets a little self-conscious that one from time to time. He's a, he's a chatty patty. <laughs> he can <for> be. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you get him rolling for sure. All right. Well, Brian, thanks so much for coming on, buddy. It was great to see you.
7: Yeah, thanks, guys. I'll
3: talk soon.
5: Yes, definitely talk soon. And please okay. join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, everybody.
3: Starting in the mosh pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. Mm,
12: okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone.
3: Internet news
7: with Lucy Tightbox.
13: Regarding our Stern segment at DabbleCon, from YouTube, Killer Without Spam writes, I think the live show formula has been found. I wasn't there, but things seem to have gone perfectly. Hats off to the production team. I can't believe John thought he had tenure at Sirius. Dr. Hugenstein, not telling Howard he was leaving for Leno was the one smart thing he did. JD Slim, come on. And Colin Stern knows Tradamus deserves a shite ton more attention. Goyser Mass. Imagine if SJ took Howard's advice 20 years ago. I wouldn't be able to leave a comment just now. Anani Nani is blown away by Carl. He really does smile when he talks. Bfram shares, I love how much Kumia enjoys this. Italy Notes. If Tony Two Shirts Kumia is on, it's a must watch. Just treat him nicely. Remember, he has a sore back from carrying the biggest no-talent leech in RADIO history. The Destroyer himself. Lord Deathspit. Producer Chris looking like a Croatian gangster. External extrapolations. John was a certain kind of rich. And from the subreddit, Thought Kicker comments, Great job to everyone involved. This was the best case scenario for a live event and a top-tier podcast. Too bad John didn't show up. It was a long shot. But I was hopeful. Dr. Steve Opines. Cardiff was quite a hoot. Pardon my language. Baby Butters speaks for all of us. Chad bringing a teddy bear for the teenager. (laughs) Fucking creep. (laughs) Deeply unprincipled posts. Watching the live show on Patreon. It was a total success. The only things that went wrong were people's attempts to ruin it. The production, the crowd, and the hosts all brought it. The crew at the Carlson knocked it out of the park. Fixit403 reports. I didn't notice anyone there acting like a problem but of course i didn't end up with a suitcase full of his so (laughs) there's that and someone had to say it this week so leonard smalls plays us out with we we laughed our
5: asses
3: off we laughed our asses off we were laughing our asses off i laughed my ass off
5: (laughs) i should mention anyone who's on our patreon and supercast I put together um, on Wednesday, we didn't do a podcast, but I was spending time editing video together. I put together the first 35 minutes of the Dabby Awards. So if you want to watch that, hook up to our uh, Patreon or Supercast, and you can watch that. We're going to have the entire video done soon, so you can watch the Dabby Awards show, which went better than I thought it was going to. It was pretty (laughs) fucking great. It was fucking hilarious. (laughs) Uh, People seem to have a lot of fun, and I know that I had a very good time. All right. Let's check out some voicemails. Let's see what the people are saying out there. We've talked to you. Now you talk to us. What's up? <laughs> What's up, Carl? You
14: asshole. Uh, thanks, Sandy, again. Just calling to let you know that I feel like this show is really close to an audiobook that's like one of those sexual audiobooks because the way you suck Cardiff's dick on this show. It's fucking annoying, dude. Seriously. <laughs> oh, look I at me. Mean, I'm a potato. Uh, everybody likes fucking Cardiff, and he just does the same thing. He's such a fucking hack, dude. Fuck you, Carl.
8: All right. <laughs> Jeez.
6: I wish Cardiff was here to hear that. You've been sucking a lot of dick lately. Yeah, sir. I know, right? You noticed that?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fix my teeth on all these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why get braces? Cocks are free <laughs> I only want to talk like Kevin Brennan though it's, I don't know why <laughs> He rubs off on me um, Nate from Flint was at our show mm-hmm. I was hanging out with Nate yeah. quite a bit Good egg Over the last weekend Yeah, he is a good egg I told him he calls in too much <laughs> he
6: got I was heard. there for that
5: He got very <laughs> <heard>. he upsizing <laughs> like, 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 I don't want to spend three hours listening to voicemails. voice That's
14: all <laughs> Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. Hey, thanks for pointing out my hypocrisy. You do play a lot of my voicemails. I want to show you some genuine appreciation. Um, I'm a single dad of four kids. I have a successful business, a couple college degrees, a little bit of money in my savings, decent-looking lady friend. But nothing. none of those send a thrill to my heart, to my spirit, and a little bit to my genitals. Then hearing my voice on your beloved podcast. I mean that for real, man. I'll see you, I think, tomorrow. Yeah, this is Thursday. See you tomorrow.
5: I think you just wanted to brag.
6: Yeah. <laughs> that didn't sound like anything, but look at how amazing I am. Nobody told me they would be boasting. <laughs> You're going to get rid of your soundboard and just,
5: like, know what they all are. Oh, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> uh, it looks like, by the way, Cardiff is in the Discord. So maybe he did hear that. I don't know. Whatever. Hey, Carl. Uh, I'm a couple episodes
12: behind. I just listened to this midweek episode where Chad Zumach is saying that Frank Pellegrino is orchestrating, you know, all the hate against him. Yeah. And he's controlling everybody. The The narrative. Well, the damnedest thing just happened. I've never spoken to Frank Pellegrino.
3: I don't know who he is, but I just got a phone call telling me that I better hate Chad Zumach. Or he's going to send Vito Giswalti to rape my cats with a Q-tip. Wow. Just thought I'd throw that out.
5: Bye. So maybe Chad's on to something then. Because I get that call every week, too, from Frank. But I just thought, because we knew each other. Yeah. He's calling everyone. Interesting. He must have a lot of time on
6: his hands. (laughs) Chad's so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Write some jokes, dude. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) He's got these elaborate joker schemes. (laughs) <laughs> like what the fuck I hope that his next stand up
5: show He does his impression of me oh, yeah. You guys hear about this guy Carl Hey I'm from Rochester <laughs> Carl
14: you fuck Hey would you ever consider Doing a podcast you actually like Like with, do you ever do a bonus show With Jenny About let's say my dad wrote a porno Now that that's ended Just like Actually highlight what makes a good podcast, what makes good chemistry between hosts. Uh, Yeah, I went to the latest one. You mentioned Rocky Flintstone. I got me thinking about it. Anyway, love you. Love you, Vinny. Uh, Smooches for producer Chris. And uh, go
5: fuck yourself. Bye. I show you how to make a good podcast. I don't have to tell you. I show you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did do My Dad Wrote a Porno yeah. very early on yeah. in Who Are These Podcasts run, and I will tell you that when I like the show that I listen to, it's not as fun.
6: <laughs> no, I think that was the one that we learned yeah. to not do that. Right. Yeah, because yeah, everyone was telling me, like, Carl, you got to listen to the show. You got to do a review. I'm
5: like, all right. So I checked it I'm like, oh, it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> you and Kevin were like, it's oh, yeah. pretty good. It's mildly amusing. <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw them live uh, in How New much York. time do we have
6: left?
14: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Holy shit, the Con is fun.
5: Man, that one guy
14: who wanted to fuck or fight me didn't even didn't even show, man. Someone was made from Point, Michigan. Turns out all you have to really do is just buy him like a single white Russian.
6: Mm-hmm. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers.
5: Cheers. Thanks for coming to DabbleCon, everybody. I appreciate the support. That was awesome.
14: Whoa. This is obnoxious John calling from the future. The year is 2065. We have just celebrated Stuttering John's 100th birthday, but I hope you receive this message before DabbleCon. The Friday night, after the Friday night comedy show, Mm -hmm. there will be a fire in my hotel room and it will kill hundreds of people. One of those people will be the savior of the Dabbleverse. Oh. This fire caused a major rift in the Dabbleverse, a disturbance, so to speak. Please play this message before DabbleCon, and hopefully there is one brave dabbler that can put the fire out in my ho- hotel room at the Hampton Inn <laughs> in Rochester.
5: <laughs> I see what you did there. I didn't think that was obnoxious John.
14: Help us, Dabblers. Help us.
6: Oh, you left out your my only hope. Yeah. There's another guy with time on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> you think? <laughs> Holy shit.
5: Oh, Tony Michaels. <laughs> Fucking cuck. Got into the show. Hey, Kevin. Tony Michaels here. So, you had a
2: family reunion on the weekend. That place looked more inbred than a Buffalo Bills home game, you toothy guck. <laughs> Did you eat the cream pie that Craftany Humanist gave your wife, you toothy guck? But well, let's not bury the lead. Pissing all over engineer cred shit. What kind of a fucking animal are you, you toothy guck? in.
11: Drive
5: out, grab through. Tony Michaels is a little confused. I'm not Kevin Dumbfuck, but you created Kevin Dumbfuck. So really, it's Tony Michaels' fault that Obnoxious John got his jeans pissed on. (laughs) They were expensive jeans, too, he said. (laughs) He said they cost a
6: few hundred dollars. Oh, they were nice jeans. Not not good. Not not a good thing.
3: (laughs) Hi, Carl and producer Chris. This is Dylan from... Somewhere. Thank you for an amazing time at DabbleCon. I haven't had that much fun since February 2020. The 17-hour drive to Rochester was totally worth it. Comedy at the Carlson, great venue. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Rochester is beautiful when the ice sheet covering the city recedes up into Canada. The parts I saw were nice. Mm Mm-hmm. See you this July in Uganda for the DabbleCon Summer Equator Tour.
5: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well
6: played. Yeah. <laughs> We're
5: only going to places with extreme weather yeah. from here on out. <laughs> the Climate Crisis Tour. Come check us out. God damn. It was so funny how many people came into town. We've Never been to Rochester before. Don't come here very often. Yeah. And every single one of them thought that this is like how it is all the time right It was the coldest weekend of the year it will not get colder. It hasn't been as cold before that it won't be cold anymore It's gonna be sixty
6: next week <laughs> yeah yeah and it's, it's fucking... been the mildest fucking winter that was I know. the only weekend the only weekend and but even by the time the fucking Sunday it was forty degrees I know even it was Sunday, so insulting yeah like, <laughs> everything <laughs> melted
5: dude. Yeah. All right, a little peek behind the scenes here. So I went out for dinner before the comedy show Friday night with Anthony and Missy and Dr. Steve and and a few other people, good folks, and I drive them all over to the comedy club. So we're walking out of the the restaurant, and Missy and Anthony are screaming the
6: entire walk to my car, ah,
5: it's so cold, Ah!"
6: Jesus, I know. And they're from New York. I mean, right? (laughs)
5: Where they live, it was ten degrees warmer. (laughs) Unfucking believable. Uh, These fucking people. All right. Band practice guy called him. Oh, good. Band practice guy came over to the house. Yeah, he was here hanging. I love hanging with that guy. I do too. He's a good guy. Cardiff was over here.
6: Yeah, I love band practice guy.
5: With the net news and get it on video because Lucy Typebox is looking fun and avocados on the back. Whoa, (laughs) Lucy Typebox is a new admirer and bad practice guy. Maybe we should make a video version of the uh, net news, producer Mm. Chris. Produce something over there. What are you doing? (laughs) I just did a show with Lucy Typebox, she has a YouTube show. Mm And she reviews movies, and she wanted to do one too many. So I went over to her place yesterday, recorded that with her, and I guess the video fucked up, so I got to redo it or something. Something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, I'll let people know when that comes out. Yeah. Yeah, because it was interesting to hear her take on it, because she's not as into, like, the centering John lore as the rest of us. Just, she's just a, a movie buff who saw it for what it is, like, one of the worst movies ever made. Yes. No redeeming qualities <laughs> whatsoever. So I was... Interesting to hear
6: her perspective on it. Wow. I'm tired. We haven't done this in a little while. It's it's almost too much. I was reflecting on DabbleCon today earlier, and um, I was thinking, I've never had any interest in being a cult leader yet, but... Yeah, I'm listening. When either me or someone else was on mic going, uh, and the whole audience started doing it, I'm like... Wow, oh, that's a powerful feeling. Yeah, it is.
5: <laughs> Should we start the No Johns Club? <laughs> Wait a minute. He's John. Yeah, it says No Johns.
6: Oh, they got me again <laughs> with the legal mumbo jumbo.
5: Yeah, um, my face hurt Yeah, Saturday night after the Dabby Awards. Mm-hmm. My face hurt from laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It's uh, It was too much fun for sure. But don't take my word for it. Listen to Al Haribla, who also agrees (laughs) that it was a great show. All right, producer Chris. We've been left hanging here. I think it's time to wrap things up.
6: Okay, folks. Guess what? The episode's over.
0: (laughs) That was a great episode. That was really great. (laughs) 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 Okay, bye.
10: (laughs) What's with the dancing around the shit? I stink. You hate me. Great. Goodbye. Ah, Carl. I love you.
0: <laughs> okay, bye.
9: <laughs> bye. <laughs> the worst. Jesus.